and welcome to another episode of The Flank, man. I'm joined by Patrick Price, a.k.a. Aches, Chris Duarte, a.k.a. Paris, and of course, the one and only Mr. Ben Janassim. Gentlemen, what's going on today, man? Long day of COD, four matches, had some good matches. How we feeling, man? Ben, let's start with you. What's going on, bro? Uh, you know, we had a 10-hour stream today. It was uh, a fun Damn. one. It was up this morning. Watch them. Uh, incredible footy this morning, Tom. The Arsenal-Villa game was insane. Um, a bunch of other good games. Uh, after that, I was watching Tiger play golf today. He was doing a pretty good job. Got nice. a, a couple under par today, so he's looking fine. Uh, but the CDL matches were, were lit as well. Let's uh, get into it. Yeah, I'm down. Chris, how are you? How you feeling, man? Feeling all right? Yeah, I'm doing good. I uh, stayed up last night playing rank play till like 6 a.m. Woke up at degenerate hours and I just <laughs> started watching Call of Duty matches. So Bro, rank play is rank play is addicting, Chris. It's addicting. every time you level up, you're like, damn, I want to level. I want to keep going. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, no cap. I don't care if I play cheaters, bro. I just like ah, go again. <laughs> and then of course uh, we got Patrick Price, the one and only Pat. How's X Defiant going? How's everything going on in the camp over there? Good, Tom. Uh... You know, the insider sessions is still live this weekend, but I've uh, been playing a little bit of that, watching some games, and uh, I actually have some comments about today's game because I think what we saw today um, from a few of these teams mm -hmm. is uh, not what people think, Tom. I think people are getting hyped for the wrong reasons regarding some of these teams, and uh, and yeah, I got some comments I want to say about it. Cool. We're going to go it. through them. I think before we get through with the matches, I think we should talk a little bit about Toronto Ultra just before we get into some of these matches. Standy gets moved to the bench today. Hixie gets moved into the starting lineup. I think it just caught a lot of people by surprise. What did you guys think about Standy getting moved to the bench? Personally, I, I don't agree with it. I just don't understand it. I thought Standy was a great player for them. They, they were in a little bit of a slump. But I thought Ultra was a great team. I thought they just had to, you know, you know, try a little harder in practice, fix some of their mistakes, and get back to, to their bullshit that they, were, that they had in the beginning of the year. Not really too sure why they made the change. Pat, let's start with you. Do you agree with the change, or are you confused by as much as I am? I'm definitely confused. Um, also, I'm trying... What's the owner's name of Ultra? He tweets Adam a lot. Adamu. Who? Is that it? Adam Adamu, yeah. He tweeted oh, about Adam. this and said... And oh, said yeah, Grazin. Like, Grazin, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was saying that there was, like, a, uh, you know, it wasn't, like... Wasn't any drama that they, he said it was quote more of a Charlie. Yeah, I'm calling. Thing. I'm calling Cap. Yeah, you're calling Cap on it. Yeah, I'm calling Supreme Cap uh -uh. because otherwise, I don't think they would have made a change. Um, I don't think Standy's been underperforming. I know the team has had a like two, three bad matches, literally three bad matches. Um, but I, yeah, I'm calling Cap on this no drama behind the scenes. Sometimes a change is just a change. And I don't think Hixie has been like some superstar that that you know gets to replace standy uh so i'm calling cap on his post um but but that's just my take yeah standy or not standy hixie and challengers he's good but he's more like a role player um honestly though we don't really know what their practice is like uh they probably felt like they weren't making good progress there's probably some frustrations uh in the camp maybe some disagreements in terms of like how they want to like play the game i guess and it just say it, it seems like uh they just weren't meshing with uh with eli um they were struggling and uh that's probably what ended up uh you know getting the change done hey, ben, you know, what do you uh, think uh eli you know tweeted afterwards a bunch of stuff that he deleted about how he got backstabbed that he, he got dropped and like i think a knife emoji like there's just it doesn't to your point pat like you know i think we've all been around the scene for a while and when stuff like this happens, really, the only reason that we can think of if it's not a clear performance issue is that there's some kind of back-end issue with the team, whether, to your point, Chris, 
practice is not good or there's some kind of chemistry issue that's getting in the way of them getting better. So. Yeah. Eli yeah. wears his heart on a sleeve, though. Like, he's he's that type of player. So he felt some type of way about obviously being benched. Um, so you got to think there's definitely more to the story than just their recent performing issues. Um, although some people might <laughs> be making it out to seem like there isn't, which is unfortunate. But, uh, I mean, Standy, I think, is a good player. He showed that... Uh, you know, he's been he's been pretty good this year. So if he doesn't get back on the starting roster for whatever reason, I'm sure multiple teams will probably approach him to see if uh, they can they can they yeah. can get him. That's what I was going to well, say. That was my next question to lead up to is where does Sandy go now? Does Do you see him staying in the bench? Ben, I already kind of know where I think you're going to go is, you know, Ultra's not really that team that really likes to sell off players like that. They actually like to hold on players. So I'll let you take the floor because we were talking about that a little bit before. But go ahead, Ben. I mean, yeah, I mean, they've had a, they've benched a, quite a few players over the years. Year one, they had like 10 players on their roster and none of those five players ever really got sold or released. And then the second year in Cold War, when they dropped Methods, like he didn't go anywhere. Um, so this, this org's never really been like one of those orgs that's sold players on. Obviously, I, if the situation is different, I guess we'll find out. But like the history would say that, you know, he's probably going to be kept on the roster. And I, I would say likely because they don't have a, there's no Toronto Ultra Academy team this year, right? They don't have no, a partnership. No. Yeah, so he's the other player they have. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens moving forward with the Ultra. We see them play tomorrow, so we'll give our predictions at the end of that one, and we'll get a new look at their uh, at their new squad. Uh, and I wish Standy the best of luck. I think very highly of Standy, man. I think he's a really good player. So, uh, you know, a little bit confused, a little bit surprised. I did, I did not see this one coming, but we'll see what happens, and we'll see where Standy ends up. He might end uh, end up back in the starting roster, for all we know. You know, they, maybe they'll have some doubts, and they'll bring him back in, so... We'll see what happens moving on from that one. But I say we start talking about the matches that went through today. Let's start off with the first one. We got Boston Breach going up against the London Royal Ravens. Hotel Hardpoint, Hotel S&D, LSC Low Control, Mercado Hardpoint, and Embassy Search and Destroy. Anything you guys see on the vetoes before we head into the map one? Uh, London, again, uh, we're not able to get the victory as they continue to struggle. Uh, I didn't really know where to pinpoint what maps like either team we're gonna play yeah. obviously boston's got the new look with beans and then we don't really know anything about this ravens team and they haven't looked particularly good at anything so um they're pretty good at snaking <laughs> yeah not Are really they? sure because they go got broken this. on the snake pit hill on the end of this game and they, they weren't doing any snaking except for are you thinking of the tank snakes on the on the yeah, mercado yeah, yeah. hard point yeah nah they were moving for sure but I don't know, man. There's something up with this London team, man. I'm just surprised they haven't made any changes, to be honest. I, I would expect them at this point now to really start thinking about dipping into challengers. Um, uh, shout out to Chris Parasite. Um, or maybe just, I don't know, maybe even looking at Standy now. If Standy's on the, on the bench, is that potential for this London roster? Hey, is that they don't have the money to buy him out. So and there's I, no way he's wanting to go there, Ben. So I, I, think, I think really the obvious change they can make is probably dropping Paul. Like, no disrespect to Paul. I think he's probably the biggest player on the team right now. So... That'll be the move and picking up probably a flex type player again from challengers kind of perspective. Yeah, I mean, as we go through the, this map, it was honestly a pretty back and forth map early on. There was a couple mistakes at the end of the map that I really wanted to take a look at. I'm down to go into the listening with uh, London to see how they sound early on, uh, and then we'll take a look at some of the mistakes that I saw. 
I'm just playing gold. Top bed. One gold to me. He's top He's one shot. choked. He's one shot in gold. Okay, That was such a big win right there. He right there, you heard Nasty said, damn, I choked in the, in the listening. That was a really big win because Nero took a long route there. And if he wins that one, they probably would have been able to lock down some good time. Maybe even lock down those spawns. You can see Boston getting those back spawns. Uh, honestly, uh, they were trading rotations. It got a little hectic. Personally, I thought the comms were a little bit too hectic for my liking. I would have liked to yeah, see. Yeah, a little frantic for sure. Yeah, and maybe that's why they ended up uh, throwing this map away towards the end. We go into this last... Uh, this last hard point of the map, uh, this last, what is this, the P5? I don't know what the hell happened here. You can see London, they get a clean wipe here. Right here, let's just pause it here. How the hell, what the hell? What the hell? That's crazy. Okay. Oh my god, let me close my door, man. <laughs> Chris, got to... <laughs> um, uh, Chris, I was actually just about to ask you. Um, and I also see we got a raid from 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 Scump. We got a thirteen thousand viewer raid from Scump and a raid from Methods. So everybody Jenny. show some love to the Optic boys, man. Get a wop to get a jacket, a womp, get a wet day. Shout out to all everybody over on the Optic side. Hey, huge shout out to you guys, man. I really appreciate the raid, man. Hell yeah, you guys are coming in hot, man. Let's get in the back of the map. Yeah, though. let's get back into the map. We were talking about how London just threw this away, and I kind of wanted to break this down because right here is a setup that you cannot throw this map away. You're eight points away from winning. You can kind of see how it falls apart. Asim's going to be the first one who challenges. I would have liked to see Asim hold an off angle there. I mean, uh, just like lay down maybe, watch the cross, put some shots into these guys. Then you can see somebody pinches through mid. Or they spawned them there, they bro. They spawned them there. Yeah, so it, it's, a, it's a clean wipe. Asim goes down. One guy spawns in the middle of the map. I mean, Chris, how the hell does that even happen right there? Uh, it's because Asim pushed up dub. So as soon as he was there, he blocked that spawn. That's why he's the number two spawned. And then as soon as Asim died, number four spawned behind number one. Is that a normal spawn right in the middle? Yeah. I, I, is it? Yeah, you get that spawn if uh, you like try to push out like shop. That's just like pretty interesting to me, man. Because I felt like even like Asim dies. He dies first and then he spawns up. Yeah, I don't know. It's you know, like, like, weird he, like he wasn't like he ended up dying. I don't know. It, it was just really weird that he got that mid spawn. Uh, mm -hmm. And then he ends up pinching through mid. Nobody watches it because maybe they just didn't see it coming. But they were all looking at the same direction. Everybody from yeah. Paul, everybody from London is just looking the, the same way. I mean, you got to peep the mini map here and, and, and pick up mid. And we talked about this yesterday. A really good way to break this hill was coming through mid cut. And, and yeah. kind of push it, punching from, from different angles. I mean, somebody has to turn there, maybe throw some tacks there and pick up mid-map. It was just a brain fart, in my opinion. Just a complete collapse. Yeah, it, it is a brain fart. Uh, but Hotel, at the same time, is one of those maps where, like, some of these hills, Tom, are the spawns. Like, 
you get a lot of like real like splits and it's it's very frustrating i'm sure them i'm sure they probably didn't expect a guy to be there so quick and if given if that player didn't spawn there they probably win the map outright but at the same time uh I mean, I guess they did. They definitely have to make sure that they watch it. Yeah, but, they just didn't watch it. Oh, I mean, dude, that's rough. It's a rough, and I mean, this is the first map as well. And then they have a couple opportunities to break the hard point. I would have liked to see somebody because you have the time, maybe take a long route, like maybe try and yeah. flank kitchen. Uh, I mean, what do you guys think about that? You think taking a long route here is good? Do you like the way they tried to flood through mid? I just feel like if you have time here to make a play and to take a route, somebody should maybe take a route here. I hate the flooding through mid. That's just you're just flooding through one angle where they're just gonna have and all the. Boston, yeah. unlike London, is watching it. I think uh, what you, what you do on that break for the most part is if you're gonna pinch out and work through mid, you kind of want to send the majority of your manpower through like the double arches and maybe have like one guy pinch kitchen but like when you're actually hitting the connector which is where they opted to hit and they sent multiple people there you only really have to have one person play there and all he does is he keeps them honest from peeking their side of the rug while the other people work into the front of the dub like door mm. and like they just, instead they just sent the majority of their manpower through one small door and died like it I don't know. And then even right here, when Nasty gets this kill, I feel like he has to hit a go button fast. I feel like Nasty needs to hit this, man. As soon as he gets the kill, just go. Just go. Try and get another guy one shot and just word trades because you don't have a lot of time left. I know they ended up getting stunned towards, like, the end of that. Like, the very, very end, a stun grenade comes in and slows him down. Actually, I think Nasty got stunned as well. So maybe he was stunned there. My apologies. Maybe he was stunned. But from the mini-map, you can't really tell. And I was like, yeah. what the hell is going on? But Pat, maybe a little collapse there from the London Royal Ravens. It was more than a collapse, Tom. It was a royal breakdown. <laughs> a breakdown. <laughs> a little royal yeah, breakdown. Uh, Listen, I want to. I wanted to go back because because yeah. Ben, you said that you think London should drop Paul. I I I, I am on the the like view that I don't think this London team should ever make a one man move ever Which again. If they're gonna yeah, if they're gonna make a one man move, you might as well keep the team. Like this needs to be a multi person change. Um, otherwise, I just don't see this team being successful. Period. I don't think that's that. I don't think that's that all base of a take. I agree with you. I think there are a couple pieces away. I just thought my point is I think Paul's the the one player that's the most obvious change. But to your point, you know they might need probably get Paul scraps. Plus, yeah. If Nasty can stay consistent, keep him. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, listen. From my understanding, the organization doesn't have the funds to make changes. Um, at least not even from, challenger players. That's like, what I'm saying. I don't know. I just don't. Like they I, can still they can still drop. Like they don't even have to keep them on the bench. Like they technically have the ability to just fully terminate. Right. Yeah, and then get another challenger player for the same or even less cost. I'm, I imagine most of these guys are on the men on this team, but yeah, I'm not really too sure what's going on in that camp. But in the meantime, they're sticking with their roster. Let's get into the to the hotel search and destroy. Uh, some ankle breaks coming in from a couple rounds from the London Royal Ravens. Uh, ben, I know we were watching this this one back, and uh, I actually kind of like that that London's kind of switching it up a little bit. They're showing B, and then they're just rotating over towards A. They're able to win this first round by doing just that. Tank actually looked pretty good in this series. He was doing his thing, uh, and then we get into the to the second round. This is a little two v four from Nasty and and Paul. Good plays out of Paul here. He gets pushed up couch. He's able to find a kill. I think he ends up jumping a corner here and taking out another one in beans. And then it leaves Nasty in a little 1v2 situation. He pops that dead silence, gets aggressive. He's going to find one. Then he picks up that scar as well, which is a good play to him because he tags up Nero and ends up rushing him here for that W in this round. And then we see another ankle break out of London in this round. Just showing B, right? Like stacking over towards the B side, making noise. You know they hear you too. Like if you're kitchen and you're stomping over here and you're making all this noise, 
uh, you know, everybody from Boston is going to rotate over for the most part. Uh, so I really like the calls from London. They actually kind of just uh, steamrolled right through this this S&D. Looked pretty comfortable from them. Uh, ben, what were your thoughts on the search and destroy? No, I, I thought this was a good map uh, from London. Um, you know, Boston, I think especially in search with Beans probably should be a little better in this game mode. They obviously, we'll talk about last map in a bit, but they struggle with this one. And, and weirdly enough, they I'm pretty sure they got first blood in the majority of the rounds. You guys looked up, they got six of the first bloods and only won two rounds, which is Damn. not, I mean, you know, it happens sometimes, but obviously you want to win your 4v3s. I'm doing a good job to your point, breaking ankles, which uh, we're always a big fan of that on this show. Yeah, I just like how they kind of keep Boston on their toes. I mean, Chris, uh, I, I feel like when you do stuff like that, it's just really hard to keep track of. You know, like yeah, this map this map reminds me a lot of how like Moscow played in Cold War, how like a lot of people just like to kind of like get control of like a side of the map or like around mid map and they just they just rotate like quick rotate. And I feel like a lot of teams are kind of playing to that style now instead of just blindly hitting one bomb site and just trying to spread the defensive like the defensive team thin. What about you, Pat? Ever do that in the complexity days? Break ankles and S and D? Little left and right action? More than just the complexity days, Tom. The whole career is just uh, me. He's capable out of Patrick Slay. Uh, but let's keep it going. This is actually the only round, uh, the only other round that Boston was able to win. Uh, after this, it was pretty much uh, chalked after this one. Wasn't really too happy. Uh, I, I didn't really like this play from Vivid too much. He actually tries to go rogue in this round. He had to push into, uh, through the spawn on defense. I just feel like if you're on defense, you don't really need to make a play like that. Um, you know, you have, you have the advantage. You have the time to your favor. Just make them plant the bomb. He ends up getting sound horde, trying to to flank around the back. So, you know, people are bumping those headsets. Uh, then we get into the next round. This is where Asum, he was actually able to win a, one, a big 1v1 here. Uh, it was between him and Nero. And it was Nero who gets that bomb down. But Asum, he's reading it. Bomb goes down. Asum wins the gunfight. They're going to keep this one going. Uh, and then this next round, this is where Beans actually hits a really nice snipe for the first blood. But after he gets his first blood... It was Nasty who makes the play. He ends up getting a big two-piece in this one. Finds one, jumps the corner, finds another one. Nasty actually had a really good series. I know they didn't win the series, but Nasty's been pretty good for London. He hasn't been too bad. What do you think, Ben? I see you nodding your head. Mm, I think he's been He's, he's been, been all right, but today he looked good. But today, today he was a massive impact player for them and probably their best player uh, in the series. Um, and I, I listen, you know I've been a fan of Nasty. Amongst all of the chaos here, I've thought that he's of a decent gap fill on the team i just think um you know he doesn't this is the first time we've seen him have kind of a takeover series to an extent like this but uh was making a lot of plays uh in search and uh the nice thing i like about this london team as well is um you know how balanced they are in terms of how they feature players in snd on their strats yeah uh, and how they how they fill the map and this is overall really good performance for them um considering the absolute choke job they had in map one yeah, you can see Scraps on that scoreboard, 10 and 5. He had a really good map. Scraps is really going off in this one. Um, 7 and 5 from Nasty. Everybody else negative, and they're on the other side. Uh, everybody negative except for, for Reese Vivid from Boston. Any final thoughts on a map, too, as we head into the control, gentlemen? Um, London's London's actually been pretty strong at this map. This is a map I feel like we see them play a lot, and they they usually have some decent success on it. So, I mean, I'm surprised they got in their map pool. But, I mean, London in, in general, we don't know what to expect out of these guys, like, at all. I do. I do. I know exactly what to expect, Chris. Did you, think they were gonna go, did you think they were going to go map five? I mean, no, but I'm not surprised that they do, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Uh, and then we get into the next one. We get an LSC low control. 
This one was pretty much all over after the second round. Uh, the first defense, obviously, Boston was able to hold on pretty strong. And they worked some stacks here. I mean, Chris, in your opinion, what's the best way to get onto this B point? After you cap A, I feel like A is pretty much that point that everybody gets off the rip. And then it's this B point that gives people a hard time. What do you think is the best way? Play through white? Play through mid? I uh, feel like definitely difficult. playing kills around the point is the most important part. Well, yeah, once you once you actually can get pushed up around, like I think like the main catalyst to like when teams get control of uh, this B side is is the closet tools. It's like right outside of the B point, the small room to the left of it. Yeah. Anywhere around that area is just a massive power position um, for like finding routes and getting underneath these players that are around the top of the party area or like top AC, which are some of the power spots people like to play. But personally, this map, a lot of dude, this map frustrates me as a player mm. um it's not as bad as like a fortress control but it's kind of glorified hide and go seek and with the sound meta that some of the that the players are playing with right now like i can imagine it gets really frustrating to play but um i mean you just got to get mid-map control and try to like find routes uh to close the gap between the field yeah That's i agree pretty it, much the gist of in it. my opinion i feel like it's all mid-map like get mid-map get like this top rails area like if you can get these kills mid and get top rails maybe work some uh spawn kills and just funnel a team into like a corner of the map then you yeah. can work some stacks. Because if you get a wave of kills while you're pushed up like this, that's where you can hop the point, stack it, uh, and, and and get the dub. And that's exactly what Boston did. They get middle control. They get field control. They push through front. They push through mid. They get all the kills and uh, kill feed all uh, green there. And they were able to actually win this one with a clean day. You can see how fast this point actually goes up when you have everybody on it. Actually, they got three guys on it. Uh, and it's still moving at the speed of light. So just really good coordination from Boston. I thought this uh, this one uh, this was a good round from them. I mean, Ben, what did you think about this round? Clinical from Boston I mean, Breach. Bro, we talk about how bad Vegas is in this game mode, and we'll talk a little bit of Optic, who's the other bottom three team. But bro, London are horrific at control, man. Yeah, they're terrible. At this they they are this they are mode. they're just really lost in this game mode, and Boston was running circles, especially Nero around them. The entire map all three rounds 22 and 13 from nero he's been so good for boston he's been like that guy for them just feel like it's the pressure he has on the map and he's also just a really talented player like he just wins a lot of gunfights that he shouldn't be winning you know he's, he's been getting he, he's been getting a lot more consistent tom like he's, yeah, he, he, he used to have a lot of stinkers with a lot of high engagements but he's getting uh he's getting a lot better at transitioning the, those pressure plays into like kills as well mm, yeah sure, really good plays Go ahead, Pat. I was gonna say it kind of makes me mad because like a silo is literally the only control map that's 50 50. all the other maps are either like fortress is defense dominated and um hotel is offense dominated so it's literally the only 50 50 map and the fact that you get 3 would yeah horrible, horrible they, they, didn't, they didn't even win a defense which uh you know it is what it is london they get bopped in the control then we go to a mercado hard point uh, I'm going to bring us to the P4. This is where London was able to get a pretty uh, good hold here. I just like how they get here early. They get to this back alley early. They get those P2 spawns. You want to get those P2, like, hut spawns. Uh, you want to try and rotate there. And that's what they did. They get there fast. They uh, they work some trades in his hard point. I don't know how Vivid didn't see Paul tucked in his corner. But he gets one there. And then this is where London was pretty much able to hold on. Uh, they get a big hold here, and then going into the P5, they work a really good break, which is where they were able to extend their lead. You can kind of see how they were able to set it up. I love the plays from Asim because he takes the long route early and gets there pretty fast, and he just plays his life. He doesn't try and rush anything. He doesn't just jump into the point. He just waits. His teammates are across the map. It's always important that you do stuff with your team, do stuff together. You can see how Asim just kind of plays patient here, waits for his teammates to get pushed up on a map. 
Uh, and that's exactly uh, how they were able to break this one. Asum, once his teammates get close, he works the kills. He puts some shots into some players, and uh, bada-bing, bada-boom. They break right into the hill, and this is where they were able to extend it. I know Boston was able to bring it back a little bit, uh, but just good breaks from London. I thought that was a pretty uh, clinical break for, for me. What did you guys think right there? I mean, it was a good play by Asim, but I also think Anything it's a Boston fault Boston. Messed up? Yep. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like with them, with them being on rotation and that London was basically getting the scrap time, they should know that Asim's basically outnumbered here or he's basically alone. And they kind of just let him sit here, which is creating space for his teammates to like rush in advance. If they take Asim out, London have to work for that space again, which is going to make it way harder to he break. scared Instead, here. Yeah, they just let him sit there when, like, Beans and Awakening could have, like, tried to work him. Like, yeah. he's, he's literally alone for and so long. he was long. tagged. They tagged him up, too. They knew where he was. Yeah. You know, I, I, I agree, Chris. I agree. Maybe uh, maybe a little bit of a misplay. What do you think, Pat and Ben? What do you think there? I mean, I, I this is a map that Boston, I, I think, is clear they're trying to get into the pool. They haven't played it a lot this year. Um, and I, I think uh, what we've complained about a lot of Mercado teams is, like, they everybody can rotate. People don't hold. I think Boston really struggles, and I don't know if it's communication or just the issue that happens to this team sometimes where their subs kind of overheat a little bit. Uh -huh. Just kind of push stuff out and kind of break their setups. They just do, they just do a, a really poor job of maximizing the time they get when they early rotate, and you just get punished on this map yeah. when you get broken. It, it, going into the P5, I mean, it was the same exact thing, or excuse me, the P6. Uh, check this out. Boston, they get here early. They have everything on lock. They have tunnel. They have they have back alley. They They literally have everything. Uh, they walk through tunnel. Asim's going to walk through tunnel. He's going to find one. And then I like the reroute from him. He's going to back up. Scraps get taken down, but the trades come in from back alley. And look at the pinch coming in from London. They swarm on into this hill. The Boston Breach players spawn out, and that's going to work the break from them. I don't Go ahead, understand Pat. why they, they don't copy uh, the Thieves setup on this map. Like, remember when Sam was just posted on the balcony, just literally going on, yeah, like, kill yeah, streets, yeah, yeah. just the watching heck, this? Yeah, like, yep. yeah like, like, why is that person watching back alley, and why is the person sitting on the number, I think it was four, watching watching mid? That makes no sense like, to Asim me. Like, shouldn't be able to just waltz through tunnel like this. You know no, what I mean? Is that, is that, I, is that I, beans up top? It's number beans. Gonna get, yeah, like that's a camera. free kill. Like yeah. literally a free kill. I think and the worst anything, part about it is Nero has a sub and he's playing like a weird like off a angle. Weird <laughs> angle when he could have just played a tight angle. And on top of that, they had the guy in Hill, which is obviously he can't really watch much. He can only like the guy in Hill should always be watching the bush side because there's no like if the guy in Hill's not watching bush. He's basically useless. Like he's not looking at anything else. Instead, the, there's two players that are outside of the hill that are watching the cut that the player in hill should be watching while the other players stack the other lanes. But my point is just they, they get a perfect rotation. Like just do the best setup. And if that's their like best setup, then they need to I, I mean <laughs> reevaluate. They gotta reevaluate. Yeah. And that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's three hills now that London broke. Three of them. Go ahead, Chris. The guaranteed in the setup should always be this guy that, that plays in the hill should be looking out those windows, looking at where the where where London is coming from currently. Yeah, he's the hardest person and, to and kill. It, instead, like what's not even that he's hard to kill. It's like if he's not watching that, he can't watch anything else. Like there's literally he's useless on the map. So why the hell are they having allocating players to watch that lane for him? Yeah, they should have stack something else we listen to our comms real bit uh, tom yep. i'm curious yep. uh, i want to i want to hear that what I was yep let's go into the boston breach listening let's see how they sound yeah, let's go there. Huh? Yeah, let's go there. 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 Yeah, let's
Uh, Nero talked about it a little bit in the interview, but he thinks having a sniper on the team really helped, like having somebody who can work picks and, and kind of scare people off. Uh, first round comes in. Uh, one thing I got to say, uh, well, Nasty starts off with a two-piece grenade, so that was always yeah, good. I thought, London, I thought London was going to run away with this, but listen, man, Nero did this every single round. I was watching this in the TS with, with, with some former COD pros. I think Slack was in there. Uh, and some other guys, and listen, we were getting really frustrated watching this. I always talk about this in Search and Destroy. You have to adapt midway yeah. through the game. If you know what a team's doing every single round, you can't just let them keep doing it every single round. You have to adapt to it. You have to change as you go. And it just seems like London go into a Search and Destroy with a game plan, and they just stick to the game plan the whole time, which I think is terrible. If the game plan's not working, you have to adapt to what the other team is doing. They don't even check this mid-alley where Nero was laying down for like three or four rounds. Like, Nero just gets free kills. Paul just kept oh. trying to dive across to get the bomb down. He's Paul getting free kills. and not look to. Like, you know, we've seen people yeet out window, land on planner, and that way you kind of 180. Like, they weren't even trying that. He would try to get the Play instant dive across here. and try and lay bomb quickly, and they're not even ever checking mid-alley. And there's no one with Boston... You know, either leaning out the window or chilling with him to check. It was ridiculous, Tom. Yeah, it was just like uh, no adaptation. I mean, Chris, what did you think? I, I felt like Nero. He's just he's just doing whatever <laughs> he wants in the middle of the map. I mean, yeah, I think I think Ravens were just kind of playing a little bit like scared in their spawn a little bit too much. They they should have probably thrown in some like other rounds like towards like a um, to maybe like try to like shift Nero away from the play. But I mean, I feel like Boston was just kind of doing whatever they wanted this map. It you know what it reminded me of? It, it felt like London took the Seattle playbook. Like they somehow got their hands on the Seattle playbook in S&D and just yeah, tried it out. No way. I mean, at least Seattle got... Yeah, my bad. At least Seattle won an S&D today, Pat. Thank God, right? I mean, it, they, I think they're what? Thank like God, one in 13? They, dude, the rocker that I saw today might have been the worst CDL team I've ever seen well, in my Pat, life. I think, do you remember when Seattle did this same exact terrible strat that London does right here? I, I'm highlighting this round right here. Bro. Paul jumps out onto the B site again with no help. There is legit nobody there. He's by himself with the bomb, just like running around the site. Nero's able to kill him off the bomb site. And just look at where the rest of London is. Look where they are. There's just no teamwork. There's just nothing here. And I remember, Pat, remember what Seattle when Mac jumped out the window and nobody was there? And they, like Seattle yeah. was just like, this is, this, is, this is the same exact play. This is the same exact thing. Well, well, to be fair, Paul did insta-die. Like, if he gets onto that bomb and, like, he gets stunned, like, he should have been, like, throwing some snakes. He just, like, insta-died. So he doesn't even give his team, like, a react, like, like a time to react. So, I mean, gr granted, you might think he has no help. Like, he he does, he has a guy top window. Like, but, but, but as soon as the they get plan, any... Chris? What's the game plan, Chris? Oh, no, plan? I mean, I get... I mean, I'm not saying it's you know ideal. I mean? I'm saying, like, he insta-died. So it's, like, even if he, like, had help from, like, like alternative positions they he didn't even give them time to do oh, so you, you don't have to like i mean you probably agree we've seen like phases you don't have to always insta dive across b off the yeah. every round you play on this map you know like, you yeah. can set it up and double chow or throw nade throw nades try and work a pick middle but they're just doing the same shit over and over and over and they're playing every round three before it's yeah. it's really hard to win offenses on this if it's three before and your bomb guy as that shit fucking down by B. Nero shouldn't be able to lay down in the middle of the map with no cover and get a kill without being traded. Period. Yeah, I mean, round. I agree with you. I agree with you. Clapping back. Team is stun check. No, no stun check. No nothing. No, they they did stun check him. Scrap stunned him off the rip of the map of the realm. So what are they time. doing? Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. He did hit him. Yeah, he, he hit him. Yeah, him. He hit him with a stun. I don't know. Was it? Did he hit him? Yeah, he did. He hit him. God, that's even crazier.
Uh, I don't know. And then Paul, he tries to throw a stun. I don't know what happened there. Wait, actually, he stunned him. And I think Paul went to Chow and then, like, yeah, got re stunned. Yeah, he got re stunned. And then, like, he just lost the fight. Like, Nero just shit on him. Uh, yeah. And then we go on to, we just go on for the rest of these rounds. On this offense, Boston just works picks. They just spread the map. They, this is where Beans was just hitting some snipes. Um, good plays from Beans. He was actually really good with the sniper in this one. Um, he's actually a really good sniper in general. He was popping yeah, hella sniper challenges. Oh, yeah. I, I got one other thing, Chris. Did you like watch his back now? Do you notice that off the rip, London never tried to contest the guys watching the A Street Cross? Like they never tried to get to White Van or P two and try and like push these guys from watching the cross and try and like keep them on us today. Yeah, they were just pushing up Xbox P2 every single round on defense. Yeah, yeah, no, it's stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. And, uh, that's what I'm saying. They, they, I, I said, I said earlier. I'm like, dude, they're not making these players shift. They're not making these players look away. They're making it so they trap themselves on the top, like on the top right corner of the mini map, and then they're just like running out into pre aims. Like that, you gotta spread these guys thin. If they're gonna get pushed up, you gotta make it so they look away. Yeah. Because otherwise, even like you saw it in the round before, after Paul died, they peeked out the windows. They peeked out of bathroom doors to like get the kills and they would get the kills but get insta trade and that's because they're all just looking over each other like yep. they're in a conga line you can see nero he was able to close out with a two-piece from the same spot once again they don't uh they don't look at it he ends up shooting paul right in the back uh, i think nasty ended up getting uh shot by a couple guys at the end of that one there so big plays out of nero take a look at the scoreboard 10 and 3 from beans good to see the new the newcomer coming to the roster uh, making a play. Any uh, any final thoughts on the series before we head into the next one? You saved my fantasy. Beans, you got. Oh yeah, because yesterday he had a rough one. <laughs> I, I think for for uh, for Boston in general, and we really talk about it in the search. Beans is a very good island player. He's very unpredictable. He's gonna always stay alive. Gonna try even get a pick with the sniper. Uh, and I know it wasn't super successful on the hotel, but on. Uh, on Embassy, he was keeping them super honest on the other site when they tried their one-time rotating over. I think it's going to really, really improve their search game because he's just got a different play style than Zen does. Yeah. Yep, and then we, then we head into the next match. Uh, obviously, the first match uh, was a pretty long one. Went to a game five. We had a few delays. This one, not so long. We had the Atlanta phase going up against the Florida Mutineers. NBC Hardpoint, LSCLO SD, LSCLO Control, Fortress Hardpoint, Hotel SD. I'll let you guys talk about the vetoes, but man, let me tell you something. This was not a good matchup for, Flor uh, for Florida's first match. I know they're a new team, but they played a well oiled machine today. Uh, I mean, Pat, we'll kick things off with you as we head into the first map, Hardpoint. There's a few things I highlighted. Simcoe's crazy in a couple of these hills. But what do you think happened to Florida today? Just a tough matchup for their first uh, for their first match, or do you think FaZe outclassed them? I mean, what do you think happened? I mean, I don't think anything happened to them. I mean, I, listen, I, I like some of these guys on Florida, but like, were we really expecting them to to like be a you know? I actually, you know, I actually, I actually don't mind this roster. I actually like, I kind of like this roster. It's a tough team to play like your first match as a roster. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm but there's say. like, but there's like six teams I could name that like would have been a tough team for them to play. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I don't think the they roster got, is bad. They got smoked. They got Obviously. smoked. I don't, I don't think the roster is as bad as you're making it out. And I think even on this map at times, like Cap, from this hill on, you know, like he was in a little bit of a takeover mode for about a minute and a half, two minutes. Like, I think this roster has a little bit more about it in respawn and should be uh, as good in search. But again, playing your defending major two champions coming off that dub and they're kind of on that yeah that winner's side like this is just a really tough drop yeah that's what i was gonna say i was gonna they're, they're just a new team bro and they're playing against like 
a core three of players that have been playing together for years, you know, and they just came off a major win. So I didn't expect them to look competitive in this series at all. But I mean, there was times in the in the match where I'm like, oh, wow, these guys aren't like completely trolling. But then there's other times on the map where they're still stemming from, you know, their their system issues where like they can't break hills because they're going in one by one or or there's times where they just look like they don't have a game plan and they're like they're not even getting kills. They're not even making it to the point where it comes down to a one B one for a kill, a hill break. They're just getting like pieced on their hill breaks. So, um, they'll, they'll probably look better, um, against some other teams, but uh, I mean, only time will tell. I mean, it's just a tough draw for them. What a streak from Simp here on huh? in a P five. Yeah. He goes insane. I don't know how he was able to stay alive in that, in that one. I don't even know what the hell he was able to do. Somehow, some way he was able to finesse his life and, and pick up streaks and, and just go absolutely crazy. So he ends up bringing it back a little bit for FaZe there. And then we head into the next rotation. FaZe locked down to P2, but it was a clean P3 break from them. I think it was Slasher who ended up finding like a couple kills. Uh, like over towards that ladder side. I just feel like this AC hill is a hill where Florida needs to lock this down. It's a really hard hill to break. I don't know how they got pieced up here. Slasher beat somebody's ass. Uh, he finds two. Oh and then, God. yeah, that opens things up a little bit. Florida, they just like, they all push out towards ladder. Uh, and then the street comes in from Simp. They flood onto this hill. And then this is where FaZe was able to chain a couple hills. I know Florida was able to bring it back a bit, but that was a big break for Atlanta. Them being pushed up ladder, though, is not is not like a bad play because ideally you want to have it. They just got pooped they on. Got pooped like, on. That's all it is. Um, yeah. They had the right idea. They just didn't execute it at all. Yeah, no execution there. But Florida did bring it back. They are a new team. So I do want to go into the listening and see how the boys in the Florida Mutineers sound. So. Make sure I'm waiting for his office. He's top orange. He's top orange of time. One top orange, one at a time. He's behind AC. Behind AC. Oh, hey, one black box. One black box. Looking for you, top office. Three, three, three. three. Uh, he's he's one. He's on him. He's in time. They're gonna spawn office on you. Spawn office on you. We sure? Yeah, yeah. Side door office. Got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. Uh, I got one. Slasher, Slasher, Yeah, yeah, we're looking for Aussie. He's probably top. He's probably top. Okay. 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 No, no, no. Maybe he's an old. He's an old. I'm top right now. I'm top right now. I got an initial. I'm getting P2 information. I have all your front hall. What's going on? I have the back cross. I have all the back. He hit your S2. Okay. S2 dead. Alright, so some. I got him up. I'm gonna flank P2. Sell on a BZ. A BZ cell. Where did you guys yeah, dead, dead. I have all right. He's top. He's top. All right. I don't have your S1. I do not have your S1. No, no, no. You can't hold us. Okay, no. I'm just gonna hold. I'm just gonna hold. Still top. He's holding top. They're hitting left. They're hitting left. They're hitting left. I'm not right. Yeah, yeah. He's hitting us. Hold your back. 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 Hold two. No, back door to graffiti. I've hold one. I've hold one. One shot at BZ. Back door. Back door. Back door. Back door. Austin. Austin. Back door. Got together. Got together. One S1. One S1. Yeah, I'm coming. I'm trying to just sign on me. I got one time. I have one one more time. Find dead. They're gonna spawn out. We're gonna spawn out. P2. Down. 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 No, top office. S1 stair. Sellium. You got it. Go S1 stair. Go S1. We're missing one. We're missing slasher. Yeah, we need to go into this. The back. The back. Fires. Nice. Nice. Good job. One hallway. He went from laundry. 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 Yeah, and then this is kind of where FaZe uh, pretty much just roll away with this one. They get another big hold on the P5s. Uh, this is a hill that Florida really struggled on. Uh, they just weren't getting here early enough. I know the first rotation, they got pooped on by Simp. But, uh, you know, a few few plays here or there where they weren't able to get kills. And, uh, you know, the talent from Atlanta FaZe, you're able to pick up uh, a couple two pieces and lock down some time. I felt like Florida had a pretty respectable map one. Uh, yeah. And I thought the listening sounded great. I thought they sounded really good in the listening. It was a lot more calm than what we just heard.
uh, from Boston, and uh, it just uh, I just felt like they were having a conversation with each other, and it sounded a lot better. Yeah. But what did but you? That's guys what think? I'm saying, though. Tom is like, they 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 were making it competitive. They were basically yeah. tied going into this hill, and then like if you see the if you see the arrows on the minimap, they just like go in and challenge like the area that phases him one by one. Like well, that's... they could have orchestrated their push way better like got together through all their tacks in that room like look how tight phase was playing they were all in red or the hill mm. like instead they, they're they just doing shit solo like they need to wait for each other but i mean after that it was just a steamroll for the rest of the map by phase this, this is my problem though with this team like florida and it's not like it's just them like we've seen teams like this before we're like they can keep a game competitive for the first 70% of the match. And then the last 30%, we just get a different team. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's like, maybe it's like a, just like a, a star power thing or just mm -hmm. like a experience thing where like, yeah, it's mixy for a majority of the game. And then when it comes time to winning, it just doesn't happen. Like to your point, Chris, like how they played the last two Hills, it's just like flood, flood, flood. Yeah. Their comp sounded much better than I think you know, we've heard from a lot of other teams, but it's like, if, if the gameplay at the end of the game is not going to be like the IC finish the game thing you need to have as a team, then it just doesn't matter. Yeah, I, yeah. I, and it happens a lot. Oh, ben, I'll let you go in just a second. It happens a lot where the first half of the game, I always feel like when it goes into a second set of rotations, not always, but a lot of the times, especially even yesterday, the game's always tied. It's always the second set of rotations, like the later half of the game where people really start making mistakes. And I think that just comes down to composure, to be honest. I think the teams that are, that are, are more composed and, and aren't too hectic and make the right plays at the end of, of games are the better teams. You know, those are the teams that go on to win. Like Those are the championship caliber teams is what I'm trying to say. But, yeah. Ben, go ahead. I mean, I, I think Capsule could potentially be that kind of player for them. I mean, he's got that. We saw it, you know, last game in Vanguard that he had a takeover potential in the beginning when he was on Boston before he got dropped. And he actually had like one really good series when he filled in for Thieves. So I think he can be that guy. Uh, again, I just don't want to like chalk this team up after playing the defending champions in one series, you know? <clears throat> yeah, no, nah, I, I, I get you there. Any final thoughts, Ben, or, or anybody on the on the map one? I mean, I no. just think I just think their system their system is 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 still going to be an issue. It's going to take some time to develop. Like they have the right idea on some of these plays. They're just engaging at the wrong times. Like. When they, whenever they were trying to break that kitchen hill, for example, they just like they were challenging the red room before the players in the hill even challenged like the back door. Like they're just doing things at the wrong time. And uh, I feel like to Pat's uh, point, it, like when it gets towards the ends of the game, like they kind of get lost in the moment and they like forget like like the essence of teamwork, I guess. Yep. No, I agree. It's always the second half because I'm telling you, <laughs> I write down notes every day and every time we go into a second set, it's always tied. They're just trading rotations. Like everything looks fine for the first set. And then every time we go into the second half of the game, things really start hitting the fan. That's where things really get hectic. So it's those mid-game adjustments that some teams are just really good at and some teams are just really, really bad at. Uh, and then we head into the S&D. We got an LSC low S&D. Florida win the first round, and Atlanta Face win six straight. I mean, one player that I really want to highlight in this one is uh, Slasher. I just think Slasher went absolutely crazy. We know Slasher likes to play like that spread the map, get picks type of play style in Search and Destroy. Uh, I can already see Pat. He's passing out because uh, this series was uh, uh, from here on. For the, next, for the second and third map, it was pretty much a bloodbath. We're not going to spend too much time on it. Uh, we're going to scroll through it, but... I did want to call out, uh, FaZe is now tied for the... Uh, they have eight S&D uh, streaks tied th third all-time. Uh, the record is 10 by, of course, 
uh, Austin's little miracle run at, at stage, another, another, stage another two. Yeah. And also Ultra and Cold War. But um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I hate giving credit to Austin SND because it's like, I know how much better I am than him at this mode. <laughs> but, but, but they are on a, a little streak. So no, don't let, don't let Pat out. fool you. Pat literally sends three of his teammates to one side of the map and he just goes and plays the other. Plays and an island. Plays an island. It's the same thing Slasher does. He does the same thing And somehow ends with like a... 13 bomb 2.0 with a 6-2 dub every time. I got Pat's entire playbook written down, bro. Like, and yet no, no, no one could ever count. Yeah, yeah, Austin said, I'm said, not, you're he, not fooling me. I'm familiar with your uh, game. Austin said, where do you think Pat got it from? Slayer, are you copying Austin's routes? <laughs> No, just think about this. Think about this. Who got Austin his first chip ever, and who was smoking okay. him for years okay. before okay. that? Okay. If Slasher, if Slasher was on the show right now, he would have literally said, "And I quote, I've been doing this." <laughs> like, dude, that's literally what he says, dude. Well, speaking speaking of been doing this, you know, Abizi's been the first blood king, and I think he ended up getting. This is a comfortable win for Phase, and I think Tyler actually got zero. First bloods on this map, which is I don't know if we've seen that at all of the season. Uh no, because he's usually that guy who's running at yeah. him. Which to be fair, he was still running at him. They were just uh he wasn't getting kills. Even in the last <laughs> round, he just ran up through field and just kind of got pushed up all the way through B, but we'll skim through it a little bit. Slasher was just doing a really good job just finessing. I, I don't really know what happened with Florida in this map. Is there anything that you guys think Florida need to improve on? I mean, they got bodied in this map, but in my opinion, it just seems like FaZe is just well with a machine in this SD. It seemed pretty easy for them. I feel like they're the more prepared team, too. Florida's a new team, so I feel like Search and Destroy is that one game mode where it might take a little bit of time for things to start clicking. We know Florida was a really good LSC look team, but this is a completely different look. Some people are like, Florida's really good at this map, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, it's a way different team now. There's only one player that was on the last team. Well, I mean, two, I guess, if you count Brack. But they also moved him to the bench and brought him back. So. It's also one of it's also one of Faze's best S&Ds because they are, again, they're so good at the two-way play of they're going to either play the disrespectful offense, defense, a BZ sim push out bottom, top, and they just are in your face. Or they play slow, methodical, and to your point, Austin, it's the longest fucking flank of all time, and somehow gets two kills. Like this is this is the map, bro. As a competitor, like if you if you're if you start around and you're about to get deady, you're like, yo, I'm gonna go here. As soon as I get deady, I'm just popping it and I'm just hitting a lane, bro. Like because mm -hmm. that's literally all they were doing. And a little two v three here from Atlanta phase. Uh, just Florida, they're staggered. They can't get any trades here. They're pushed up in, in weird positions. Havoc gets caught with his pants down. <laughs> Fellow gets caught top plat, and just like that, Brack is immediately put. In a 1v2 situation, he's actually going to shoot, give his uh, give his position up, and just like that. Phase, you can see how they're just able to just kind of roll away with this one. Then we get into this round. Abizi gets a two-piece here. They actually line up for him. Little little lineup here. He's got that scar in hand. I know Abizi's usually got that Vaznev, but he's got the scar out in this one. He gets tagged up, but they line up, and they were both tagged, and he gets a two-piece. Uh, and then it's Brack again. Who's uh, Brack is always last alive. He's I swear, this guy's always last alive. Uh, in a 1v2 situation, uh, he tries to get the bomb down, tries to make a play here. But I like the play from Atlanta phase. I think more te I think teams need to do this way more often. Like, if you're in an opportunity where you can hop on the defuse and just look over him, uh, I feel like you should do it. We were talking about it yesterday with Minnesota when they were sitting around the bomb and not doing anything. Yeah. Hop on a bomb. Just get on the bomb. Somebody look like that's over. That's also him. a good read by them because they were probably just laughing the entire time because they, they saw where the bomb was planted. It was planted for nothing. Like, he literally couldn't watch the bomb from any external lane. So, yeah. if they hopped it, he had to literally run into the site to check it. So, they probably just realized that and were like, all right, just hop the bomb. And then the last round, you can see a BZ. He runs right through field. Nobody from Florida is even watching B. They're pushed out right. They're pushed out in A. 
Uh, and FaZe, maybe hit him with a little bit of a blind counter here. BZ just gets pushed up field. They get the bomb down. And, uh, you know, Florida, again, are just staggered, trying to retake. And FaZe continue uh, to win fights. So, really, really easy map for FaZe. Uh, they kind of ran through it. Uh, it was simple for them. And then you take a look at the scoreboard. 11-3 and three from Slasher. 2-5 and five from Simpicellium. So, it was pretty much uh, a BZ and, and Slasher just going off in this one, showing what they can and do. And I said, fine, I'll do it myself. Yeah, pretty much. He just went absolutely crazy. Any final thoughts, gentlemen, before we head into the control, which is also a 3-0 sweep? Uh, no, this is over after the two after this map. I think the control, man, just comes down to the slaying power. I mean, Florida just can't match Atlanta phase when it comes to just getting kills. They just pretty much just dumped on them. It wasn't even close. They hop on A. They work the stacks. They get a. They get two ticks, and I like how phase when they get when they die off of a. They immediately go to that B point. Sometimes you'll see teams come off spawn and they'll go back to a. But it's like if you're getting those back white spawns, just hit B. Just force Florida to run back. You know, like kind of stagger them throughout the map. Uh, and I like how they were able to do this here. They just get on the point. They force Florida to make a play. We all know if you stack points. You know, people are going to have to come out of those positions. I know people like to camp on defense and sound whore. But if you hop those points and that time is uh, going up and those takes are going up fast, it's going to force Florida out of those positions. And that's what FaZe does best. They just force the upper hand. So really good place from Atlanta FaZe. They run away with this one. They end up winning 3-0. We'll skim through it. But any final thoughts on the series? Anything <laughs> you guys want to say about Florida or FaZe or anything at all? I think for FaZe, you know, getting good at this map, because they didn't play it a lot in Major 1 was really key because they end up Growing up, up a lot on Fortress in Major 1, and we all know how that map goes. Yeah. So they played this map a lot in the last couple of weeks. They played it a lot at the Major. They played it again here. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, a, it's become a good bread and butter alternative if either they or the other team gets rid of Hotel uh, in the Vitos. Yeah, Chris, yep. any final thoughts? No, that's it. Pat, any final thoughts? Are you falling asleep over there in this one? That was the fifth time Florida's been swept in a control, though. Oof, that's tough. How many times? Five, you said? Fifth time? Five, yeah. Damn, fifth. that is tough for sure. That is uh, tough. A lot to of see. sweeps. See, FaZe, they go up 1 0. They end up winning the defense. Uh, they go up 2 0, and then they do the wait, same wait, thing. Wait, you said five? Yeah, they're 0 5. <laughs> uh, they played 16. They played 16 controls. So in a they're third getting of them. Swept, swept in a in third, third of them. That's not good. You can see FaZe. Uh, in the Legion, for the record. One thing I wanted to highlight in this last round was Selium. <laughs> right off the break off, FaZe just got a clean wipe. And look where look what MC does. He just pushes up top hill. And he just absolutely causes havoc up here. They could not kill MC over towards this hillside um, of the map. Um, uh, what he causes havoc. He said he causes havoc. And no pun uh, intended. Yeah, no yeah, no yeah. pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, but MC, he was just so annoying here. Just picking up spawn kills. You see he gets one. Another player comes off spawn, it's Brack, he gets another one. I mean, this just got to be infuriating. Uh, if you're And I, and I FaZe does it often where they, when they're on B stacking, they get somebody pushed up here. So, MC, just making plays, being annoying on a map, got the scar in hand, and, uh, you know, Florida Mutineers are just getting mowed down. Look at this. I mean, the eight points already up, and they still haven't <laughs> killed MC. So, it was a bloodbath, folks. Not much to talk about in this one. We'll take a look at the final scoreboard. 15 and 5 from ABZ, 17 and 6 from Slasher. What the hell did Slasher end off with? What the hell was his stat line at the end of this one? Maybe about like a 1 6, I think, in this series, right? Oh, right. I hate to say it, Austin, if you're still in the chat. You're just a noob slayer, bro. No way. My bad, Florida. What the hell? My bad, Florida. Damn. <laughs> Austin's a noob slayer, bro. Wait, there's actually been a ton of players, too, that have been noob slayers in their careers. <laughs> 
think we all know the biggest one, but definitely. It might be awesome <laughs> to, show, to chirp back at you, YouTube. Yeah. Yo, hey, we were actually, uh, before we start this series, we were actually talking about getting him on the show to discuss some stuff that we had in our previous show about the uh, the map pool stuff and getting, and like kind of like getting the pros. If he wants to join and we can talk about that after the show. Yeah, we can get him on after, after the games. After the show, but after the games. After the games, I'm down. After the games, I'm down to get Austin. <laughs> if if he wants down, to come on, it's up to yeah. him. Uh, but let's hop into the next one. We got a Hotel Hardpoint, Mercado SD, LS Celo Control Fortress Hardpoint, LS Celo SD. We got Optic Texas going up against the Los Angeles Gorillas. This one went all the way down to a map five. Optic playing with the new player, Dan Ghosty. Any thoughts on the vetoes before we head into the map one? Optic with a Team B strat is definitely interesting in this one. <laughs> Why? Oh, we just we we started to see it more this year where teams are like Okay, we really just want to pick that first S and D and guarantee that we get our map there instead of um, you know getting that first A side. And obviously, this also gives you side pick on uh, on map four as well. So uh, it was very popular strat in Modern Warfare 2019. Kind of didn't really work out a lot last year. I think a couple teams tried it, but it seems to be back this year with the listen, easy pick. Listen, I don't want to. I don't want to sound like that guy. Okay, but this optic team should have came out and did exactly what FaZe just did to Florida. I'm just going to put that out there. The fact that this went game five, and it relied on Hugh going absolutely insane to win it. Made a comfortable is, last man win. Yeah, but but it was Hugh was literally just running around destroying anybody. It was 14-1 um, or something? Yeah, and we also don't know about the EQ setting. Not us not get into that, but... To me, I was not impressed by this. I, like, Exceed was having a field day with these guys this whole series. Um, I know this is the first year's the new roster, oh, but I think they should have came out in 3-0 this well, to be it fair, been close. Well, to be fair, Exceed hasn't been playing particularly well statistics-wise, so the I think... The fact he, that he did that is I feel like, worse. Well, no, that's not even what I'm saying. Wait, that, that's just... You're just assuming he's, like, a bad player. I don't he's bad, but, like, him coming my, out and having, like, my, a 1.3 against is, Optic is crazy. Well, yeah, my point is, is, like, him playing to that level <clears throat> is more so, like, a, a big catalyst for LAG being able to improve. I feel like they've been kind of, like, lacking in the slaying category, especially in their submachine guns. And, um... Although Optic, you know, ends up, you know, running away with this at the end with a, with a convincing SND. I mean, LAG is not a pushover team. They haven't been playing well, but like, bro, they're, they're still, I, yeah, I mean, but they're I mean, still I mean, not going to be like the worst team in the league. Let's, let's, let me give you this. First off, there's a, a tip, like, let me give you this from the, the four, five maps for Optic fight them on this map. The Mercado was mixy. We'll get to that. I don't know how this happened, but low key optics flying now. Well, not really under the radar, but they're not a good control team. No. So that's an issue. Map four, I'll be honest, and when we get to it, I think LAG mega trolled the end of that map and probably should have won it. <laughs> and then, yeah, Kyler absolutely went off in the game five and now is tippable. So I would say this, look, obviously they probably have more talent this LAG team. They have a lot of tape here and things to work on. And, you know, the major's not tomorrow. So a win is a win. Shit to work on. And uh, get it done over the next couple of yeah. weeks. I mean, that's really what it comes And also, to. my point is, like, dude, outside of Toronto... I don't think uh, outside of Toronto, I think one other team they played in the qualifiers. Um, these guys have not been like an uncompetitive team like LAG. I feel like they've been competitive. I, I remember them taking uh phase to a map five and choking the fuck out of a lead in one of their qualifier matches. Like these guys are not a bad team. They've just ran into the wall. That is Toronto, who apparently just hard counters them because those guys just steamroll them every time. But. I mean, although you might not be impressed, I don't think this is a, I don't think this is a bad sign for Optic yet. Um, I think 
I was pretty happy with like Ghosty's performance the entire series. He obviously had a really good uh, uh, map five as well. Um, I, I just I just think you're kind of underrating LAG here a bit. I don't think they're the best team in the world, but like these guys are not uncompetitive by any stretch of the imagination outside of literally when they play Toronto. Yeah, I mean, I actually I was impressed. I mean, the first map I the way that Optic came out in this first map was insane, and I think this was just a good look to see how how much their oh, potential. Oh, map five, sorry. I think this really gets to show like their actual potential and what they could be. They're a new team. They just brought Dan Ghosty in. So, of course, they're going to have things that they're going to have to work on, just like every other team. But they chained the first three hills in this one, and they were just rolling through this map. I mean, if they could keep up, if they can just replicate this and keep doing this, they're going to be a scary team, man. They have also, a lot of talent in respawns, man. This is going to be a tough team to beat in respawns for sure. LAG is also, and, and granted this is a little bit with their team before, but it hasn't really improved at all with their new team. They have the least amount of average points scored in a hard point loss. Like they always get blown out in hard point. And when they do, it's by a wide, when they lose, it's by a wide margin. Like they are yeah. by far and away below every other team in the league, like in, in, in HP and losses. Well, like they just in. get smoked. Let's tune into the Optic Texas listening. They came out with a lot of energy, man. And it was, uh, it was exciting to watch. So let's tune in and see how the boys are sounding. Hey, let's a point. Holding main. Holding main. Holding main. Holding main. Holding main. I'm just gonna run right away. I don't see him. He's outside of mid. He wants it. Okay, so Optic Texas definitely uh maybe a little a bit lot of energy. A lot, a lot of energy. A lot of energy. A lot of energy, which is a positive. I mean, it's a positive. Personally, I thought the comms oh. were a little bit too hectic. Uh, that, yes. I, 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 I yes, know where to look. Wait, I think no, wait, I think they're just absolutely pooping on them. I, I don't no, think yeah. the comm. I think they're just individually just frying, and I don't. I don't know what Hook ate today, but we saw Prime Hook today, and if he could keep this up, I think this team could go a long way. He went absolutely insane in this map one. And the comms, yeah, they were definitely a little hectic. They were they were me hectic, but at least they had energy and they weren't fucking dead. Yeah, yeah. like sleeping, which was which was good to see. But they end up chaining a bunch of hills together. I mean, they get off to such a big lead that there's just no way LEG is bringing this one back. They chained like the first three hills. You heard the energy they came out with in, in, the, in the hard point. Alec had a really tough map in this one, man. Like, Alec and Joe Deceives, they they struggled in this map one. LAG really couldn't uh, keep up with them in the slaying department. 
uh, at least in this map. Uh, any thoughts uh, on the listening or any thoughts on the map in uh, if, general? If they, if they come like that when they're not getting kills, they're getting cooked, by the way. We can call out they had energy all they want, but if they call out like that and they don't get kills, they're getting worse. They might have also been calling out that way because they're up 150 points, like smoking them, you know? Like, yeah, they, just, they just have so much, they just have so much like, map. Yeah, they have so much map control and like information. They're just playing at a pace that these guys can't keep up. So they, bro, if they I never really had to slow like it that, down. I would love to know they're common like that. They would never really had to slow down. But the point also, I want to say um, about this map, it's like it's good to see ghosty he even does this in eights when he plays yeah. he's a hill soaker yeah, and i feel is, like dude, they need, i feel like optic needs somebody like that in hardpoint obviously it's not ideal that maybe one person is only the one getting in the hill but like when it, when you have a team of people that like to slay and like to kill her and like to push out cuts and go rogue like it's good that like dan kind of understands his role here and he's kind of just like getting in the hill being like the slower player on the team and just letting like his superstars kind of handle everything he else loves and, it, chris he loves yeah, exactly the hill. so even in eights bro he'll have like two and a half minutes on every on every uh map i'm just like dude this guy loves sitting in the hill and i agree because when you have a player like that who who soaks up time and he's he does a good job of getting kills it's easy to play around him like it's, yeah. e it's easy when you have a player doing little things like that because not only is he doing the objective but he's also getting kills in the slaying department as well so yeah. it was cool to see dan ghosty come out and have a good map uh, as well as the rest of his teammates hook went crazy you can see it was an absolute bloodbath we can take a look at the final scoreboard 20 and 13 from hook 18 and 12 from ghosty everybody positive dashy shots everybody's doing their thing on the other side a little bit of a stinky from joe to sees a little bit of a stinker six yeah it's six uh but it happens man it happens optic came out hot in this series so they come off they start off uh pretty hot and then we go into the SD. any final Ooh. thoughts on uh on a map one folks did Chris just fall? Chris, you no, good? No, I, I was I was spilling. I almost spilled a drink. Sorry. Um, get the, get, get the sippy Did cup in next? the chat. Get the sippy cup in the chat. Let's keep it going, ladies <clears> and gentlemen. <throat> Let's hop over to the Mercado. Search and destroy. This was a pretty back and forth map. Uh, this one went all the way down to a 6-4. First round, it was LAG who just rushed this A site. They are able to get control. They go up around. Uh, going into the to the next round, Shotzi. Big plays on a two-piece. Rushing through mid, but somehow, some way, Assault was stuck in a corner and finds two. Uh, but luckily, uh, it was Hook that was able to... Uh, actually, no, Assault clutches this up, but uh, how it happens here? How the hell did they win this round? Yeah, now Ghosty tries to make a play. So Assault somehow gets two. That's a round that Optic probably got to win there. Shotzi gets a two-piece coming through mid alley. Uh, they can't let Assault pop two kills there when he's trapped in a the corner there. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even too sure how that even happened because they weren't on his screen. So I'm not even, I don't even know how he got those two kills. Yeah, they, they picked them from the window and they just yeah. didn't kill him. It's just, it's just an optic thing, to be honest. Letting Assault get kills that he shouldn't get. Well, that, that is an opticator, bro. He's an opticator, bro. Y'all like that one, right? Y'all like that yeah, one. That was a good one, but you're a hater, bro. That was a good one. Y'all like that one. The first couple rounds of this map were like full speed TDM off the rip. And then I think really where this turned, and we'll get to it. There's a couple of uh, plays exceed like made just sort of mid round that end up being the difference, I think, overall. Yeah, a lot of mid round adjustments. We could go through this. Uh, you can see how LAG wins that one off the assault two piece. And then we hop into this round. I love the routes from Hook here. He pops a dead silence. He switches lanes so fast that they can't keep track of him. They have no idea where the hell this guy went. And with that dead silence, he's able to get a kill here, reset the daddy, and then he picks up another one as well onto assault. Big plays from Hook as he clutches the 1v2. Wait, so is it true he was playing with Gyro Aim? Is that like a yeah, confirmed apparently, fact? Yeah, apparently he was. Apparently he yeah, was. but which... is that like a confirmed thing? Or? I think they said I think on it stream, was. did they not? Yeah, Chris, watch your mic a little bit if you don't mind. It's just going Bro, there's no way. 
Apparently, <laughs> Austin, no welcome, way. Austin, Wait, welcome to the flank. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Austin, thoughts? Do you here. think he was playing with uh, the gyro aim? I feel like there is absolutely no way that he was. But, I mean, uh, listen, maybe he will. I don't know. I just feel like something like that's like, bro, imagine you just showed up with no aim assist. Like, you wouldn't know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. How do you go a whole tournament playing on that? What, what does yeah. it do? What does gyro aim do? What does it do? I think if you move your controller, it like moves your aim. What? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you move, you tilt your controller down and tilt no your aim down. No way. Like, bro, he was I feel playing like there's with that. No shot. Like I don't know, bro. That's just mind blowing to me. <laughs> there's no way he was playing with that. That's actually insane. If he if he was playing with that, there's bro. How do you get kills? You want to know what is crazy though? It. To speak on the settings a little bit. Settings do randomly be changing in games nowadays. Um. I know from the last major, before our first match, I warmed up on standard for three maps, and I couldn't for the life of me figure what, out what was wrong. Right. And I checked my settings a million times, checked my overclock, and it took me till like three maps into the warm-up to randomly stumble upon I was on standard, and I don't know how it happened. No, they, I, I noticed that. I think that's what happened to Hook. I think that's what they were saying, is that the update like, came out, and his, and his settings changed, and he didn't realize, and he was playing with gyro aim. I think that's what yeah, they said. Yeah, but saying. like that's what I'm saying, though. How do you not notice it? Because I was tweaking, bro. I was there. I was like, dude, I can't shoot straight. Like, what's bro, going you on? Probably like, just, I, it's all met. You're probably wait, sitting yeah, there like, yo, we, I just, I'm just ass right now. <laughs> like, yeah, when, uh, I was like, dude, there's no when the update <laughs> When the update yeah. came out, it had gyro aim on. You had to like go in and manually turn it off before you uh, started playing. Mm, yeah, you have to manually. <laughs> I had to turn mine off. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, it was. It's on by default when the update came out. Just to talk about the map a little bit. Last round, Ghosty he ends up beating the beating the hell out of somebody, beats him down. Then we go into the two uh, the two three round. I thought Ghosty almost had the one v three here. Check this out. One v three takes down Assault, takes down Exceed. If he reads this player here and holds the L trigger, he might even be able to pop a three piece there. So. Big plays uh, there from LAG to not get three-piece, but good tries out of uh, out of the rookie, Dan Ghosty, uh, going for the 1v3 there. And then check this round out. Little wall bang from Shotzi. Look at this, folks. Uh, Austin, this is so cheese. <laughs> this, this, this is the ultimate cheese right here. <laughs> this is, uh, so you can see Shotzi on their mini-map. You're probably wondering, how the hell did he get the kill on Bomb? He's actually looking through the wall. There's like a There's like a window there. Where you can shoot through the wall and it's like paper. It's like you're not even wall banging. He finds the, the first blood onto that bomb site. LAG start tweaking because they don't know how they died and they run through tunnel and uh, just like that. Optic uh, or somehow did they end up losing this round? No, I think they're good. They won this round. No, they they, they win this round. They're good. I thought for a second with the way LAG was fist bumping. No, it's, just, it's it's next couple rounds after. Just the way this, Alec but... was fist bumping. Yeah. I thought I thought they won the round somehow. I was like how. Uh, and then we go into the next round. Oh, here it is right here. Let's take a look at this. You guys can, can see how Shotzi was able to do it. I've seen a lot of players go for this, but not actually get the kills doing it. So uh, it was cool to see somebody finally uh, get it done. So he gets the wall bang. Then we go into the next round. This was just a blind counter from LAG. They just hit this A site out. This was a really, really quick round. This is Mercado searching the shore for you guys, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it was a really, really fast round. They just win the trades over towards the A side. Uh, and then this was a really, really big round, in my opinion. Yeah, this was the swing this round. This was just a swing round for me. Shotzi finds a gap through the middle of the map. He pops that dead silence. He's able to get uh, get a little flank going. He finds one onto Alec. Then he spots another one here. He's going to drop that stun down. Finds another. Boom. Two-piece from him. 2v4 situation. You can see Joe Desis bounces back. But it's Exceed. That takes the long route. Shotzi flanks LAG and Exceed flanks Optic. So they both flank. They don't see each other on the flanks. Uh, and I like the little play here. He sits down on this little uh, ice cream stand or whatever it is. And Joe Deceives ends up playing that B-bomb plan. You know Exceed brings in the calls. And this is just the no red dot cheese as well. 
Shotzi gets one. I think Dashi's a little confused on where the hell he actually is. And then he hears the player behind him, so he just pre-stuns him. Like, tell me that's not the cheesiest one. Hell of a read. Hell of a read. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, he's just so dumb, dude. He's just dumb. Like, he gets one. Dash has no idea where he is because of no red dodge. Maybe the call out confused him a bit because he was on a hot dog. I, I think Octane said they call it the hot dog stand. That was uh, not a hot dog, though. We clearly well, saw it. Nah, like, that's fruit. Yeah, that's yeah. fruit. I don't know why they, they call it a hot dog stand. They got into the trap of, like, they... There was a lot of action today. They didn't see anything for like 15 or 20 seconds. They didn't try to like readdress it all. They kind of held in the minute the bomb got planted. Actually, kinda... it's not a fruit stand. It's a popsicle stand. It's a little paletero stand. You Just let me know. But it's fruit flavored. It's fruit flavored though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is fruit flavored. And then we get into the last round. That was the biggest round in my opinion. I think that's a round that Optic need to win. Shotzi makes the play and they end up throwing that round away. So... Uh, you know, Pat, you were talking about Optic, but I, I think this was a map that should have gone Optic's way. I, th I think this maybe could have even been like, uh, I, I know they probably lost uh, the control, but this could have been like a 3 0 3 1 for Optic if they didn't perhaps, some of these but, rounds. But you got, you got to think though, like we were talking about like the Shotzi cheese, so I think the Exceed cheese kind of canceled out, you know? The, the, what the cheese cancels out the cheese. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we get into wait, the wait, last wait, round. What do, you mean, what do you mean the Shotzi cheese? Are you talking about the thing you did with the wall? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like Shotzi had the Parmesan and, and Exceed had the the Provolone. He had the Provolone. Well, yeah, also, also in terms of this map, like these guys, whenever they with their old team, they used to have this like weird, like unorthodox play style on this map where they would play slow. So it was good to see them getting a lot more aggressive as a team. Um, they're probably still getting kind of like used to playing the map, and obviously they had a couple chokes. But um, in general, I feel like Dashi this series and even in the Search and Destroy, although he had a pretty decent amount of damage, he wasn't really he hasn't really been playing. He didn't play too well like this series, and that's kind of an anomaly. Like since he's been back, he's literally been the the mega superstar ultra carry. So for them to even like you know win this series when he's like playing poorly, at least statistically, um, I still I still oh, think it speaks well, speaks volumes about this team. Would right you now not would you not say that Hugh overperformed? Like I, I like I think Huke overperforming cancels out Dashi underperforming. Because yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, what, what we, we saw Dashi do is like what like we usually see Huke. But it's do. also it's also like a it's not like a complete new team. But like I feel like Dan like, um, I feel like Dan's gonna change the way this team plays um in general like they're gonna probably have a lot more teamwork and on top of that i feel like if the when they got rid of illy a lot of people were kind of like wondering like why and i feel like they probably had like some some internal issues with illy i don't think it was just strictly performance based and so i feel like bringing on dan and like the vibes he brings and obviously all the actual you know gameplay stuff is it's going to rejuvenate some of the some of the stuff in this optic roster and who knows that might you know be able to get hook in his groove bro what is is ben in the scene <laughs> Stealing your gimmick, Pat? Dude, I, don't, I, don't, I got Austin. I, I got Austin stealing my gimmick. I got I Ben stealing my gimmick. Listen, Tom, I'm just trendy. I'm You're just trendy, trendy Pat. They're I copying also, you. I also want to know what what tournament that's from, because that must have been like a one match like thing. That's a one off. Just, like, no, that's a one off. Weekend for sure. long tournament. And those stats are accurate. Oh, oh let me well, get what tournament was it? It was a qualifier or something? No, no, no. I don't. Come on. I don't talk about qualifiers. Okay. What was it? What was it? What was it? Talk about land event tournaments. Okay. What land event tournaments? You can go look it up, man. It happened. Oh, so nah. It's Photoshop. It's, it's just Photoshop. It's the Provolone, it's the provolone oh, yeah. cheese. Nah, nah, I had that saved in my phone from a long, long time ago. <laughs> okay, so what event? What event? Uh, I, I think it was the third event in AW, I want to say. Maybe playoffs? I can't that remember. That was a qualifier. The no, third no, 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 event was no. the champs qualifier. It I wouldn't save something from a qualifier. But I don't know. know. Wait, wait, was, it, was, it, was, it the, was it the playoffs I went to you guys with? What, with you guys with? Like, where, was I, I on the team then? Or was it season one? Actually, no, I was on your team for season one. No, you weren't on our team. I was on your team for season two. 
Is Columbus another event? And then maybe it was the second up? one. Maybe it was Orlando. I don't know. Oh, Orlando cheese. Who Dude, that was the Atlanta event. <laughs> Who cares about the Orlando <laughs> cheese? Listen, let's, 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 let's lock back in. Let's lock back in. Before we have six a, stitches in the thumb. Oh, wait, I have a question. Listen. If I can ask it, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, of course, okay, Austin. Um, yo, Chris, you know Dan Gosey way better than I do. I was curious. Um, because you guys are talking about dashing underperforming. Is he like a slower player? Or is he like quicker? Because I know Ender, the way he played AR, was like really quick it's so like obviously he wasn't wait putting up ender, numbers so ender was not quick wait he would die a lot yeah but that's like, i'm not bro. saying like in a bad thing like i i mean I was, nah, he was just in, like ender, ender 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 at least this year bro i don't know if you could tell he slowed down a lot bro yeah. I, I don't know if you i don't know if I'm you just realize saying on this. Average, on i feel average. like illy used to illy used to like be like super like crack like like type pov bro he thought he stopped using like a like he uses a, one of the slower ar classes now like but you know he, what i he mean just though, like, right? like he was like a player who would like push out with yeah, AR, I like, know what like, yeah like, dan, i'm not saying in chat yeah, more methodical, I, feel like, I feel like dan is more methodical i mean like bro the dude is like he's so easily just soaking hill like in hard points like if you have two ars that are both methodical it's gonna be harder for like dashy to put up those numbers not saying he won't do it i'm just just curious know, how kinda, like ghosty plays because i don't know much about I him i kind of like austin how objective minded ghosty is i feel like no, yeah, he I, you was know this what I mean? series for sure like i mean bro not even this series i've been watching him in eights and stuff he's always just like soaking time or getting on points i mean we i don't i haven't watched him much in control but he just seems like a very unselfish player which i think yeah. is a good thing for them no, that's um, definitely a good thing for sure. Easy I, just, to play I know that. nothing about him because we haven't even scrimmed him really. So yeah. I, I was just curious. Yeah, well, no. He's, hopefully, he's, uh, him coming in can fix some of their control woes. Because again, as we mentioned in the beginning of the series, and I don't know how we haven't mentioned until now. I, I'm part, maybe I blame myself. I didn't catch on this. Like, there's after this six and eleven in control. I didn't realize how poor they're at this game mode. And and this is kind of like I remember last year they kind of fell off after the beginning of the year. They were probably one of the best control teams. They went on that crazy in control streak and then they really struggled in the back end of last year and now this year struggling this game but what do you guys think it is as to why they've really struggled uh, with the honestly year? i don't know what's good with their control uh map pool wise i don't really know if they if, are like what are they vetoing are they vetoing hotel like do they not like to play no, hotel oh, hotel is the one map they actually have a win oh so uh, they're just so they're just so not they're, they're just not gambling on the fortress is what it is they bro uh they played they're four and five on hotel and two in fortress two and four in a silo yeah, I don't know. I feel like they're probably just not taking the fortress, the fortress control gambles against some teams. And granted, I can see why I'm not an advocate of of uh, of picking that map. They just don't seem particularly strong at this map. And at least looking at their team on paper, these guys have shooters. So if they got to square up on some fucking mixy fortresses, like yeah. I mean, they did to try to get some the event against thieves and remember I mean, what but happened. They, 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 trolled. they trolled. They trolled. They made mistakes <laughs> that they're never. There's no way they make those mistakes again. There's just no way. I mean, they trolled yeah. in. Bro, that's a mistake that you make that you have to, like, put that in your mind to never, ever do that again. Like, ever. It's, I mean, especially on Fortress Control. That's, the, that's like, the gnarliest spawn trap in, like, Call of Duty history. Okay, no, yeah. I, actually, I played MW2. You got some pretty crazy spawn traps in MW2. But... Wait, Tom, this is uh, outside of the map. Did you see that clip on Reddit of the, of the spawn trap? Me and... Uh... Like three yes, other challenger yes, players yes, set up in yes. rank play. That was godlike. That no, was you godlike. Couldn't, you couldn't see it from Morty's POV, 
but when you saw the kill cam, they were spawning, in front they of were you. spawning on him and they couldn't react because there's like an animation when you spawn where you pull up your gun. It reminded me. Move. It reminded me of like those old gen CODs where like people are just you, like you stand in certain spots. Like if everybody's standing in a certain spot, <laughs> you can you can set something up where you, literally people yeah, can't yeah, move yeah. off spawn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the scrapyard that, that's trap. A, that's a, that's a yeah, the map, scrapyard trap. That was a big one too. The scrapyard one. I used to lose full bro because T would always leave the back tractor bro and want to like go to the other side and he would unblock that spawn no way deep <laughs> am i crazy for thinking though that like it's easier to get out of the scrapyard trap like at least you can nade the guy white wall well yeah but they didn't have trophy systems back in the day <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> bro yo dude do wait austin as a, as a as a player bro like when they get into maps and they got double maps and you go and you throw a trophy you throw a nade in there or a stun in there and it gets trophied you just know you like or you're dying yeah, like, there's you nothing to talk about <laughs> in scrims there's almost nothing to talk about in that map uh, that's why that's oh, yeah. why games we'll get into an after emp we'll get into grenade it. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about it later we'll talk we'll, about it we'll, later. we'll get it in let's 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 go into the map a little bit i mean this is five defensive wins in a row no team was able to win an offense here there was a little bit of a lag here for like five seconds where a timeout was uh was brought up you see the, is, is that the timeout is that like yeah. a timeout icon or yeah. is that the lag icon no, no, it's a timeout icon they the, okay. the league puts it up the league puts it up there when uh whenever there's some lag and a team requests a timeout so they request okay. a timeout i'm not sure exactly who requested it uh, but it was a pretty comfortable defense for both teams. Nobody got even close to winning an offensive round. And then in this last round, going into the overtime, this was just a bloodbath from uh, from LAG. They somehow just get four dead off the rip, and they just put Optic in the blender. I mean, yeah. if you have such a good breakoff like this, and you can spread the map and kind of pin a team into this back corner of the map, uh, Optic was just, they, they did not have a good break, and it really hurt them here. Breakoffs are really important in uh, control. No bang. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and to your point, like, there's really three kind of ways you can get out of your spawn. You can hop the wall, obviously, that's the fourth, but even then, it makes sound cues doing it. Uh, and on the LEGN, I mean, I thought this was the the exceed map, man. This guy was, just like we saw in Nero earlier on today, just hitting different levels in this map, just a nuisance, getting kills, getting away, and for LEG, I mean, I didn't really, uh, I thought, you know, we talked about in the outside of the search, I thought this would be sort of a 3-0, I think LG was playing that good. We talked about in the watch party that we're on the block because the scrims haven't been really that good. Um, took Wait, this 3-0 in the control or the series? No, the series. The series. We're on the you series. think it could have been bad. a 3-0 LAG? Well, no, for Optic. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, no, I agree. Uh, I, thought you, I was going to say, are you fading? No, no. I'm saying for LAG, I thought they would get kind of waxed in the series, but they, they put Optic to the sword here and forced them to have to take two maps straight. Um, so a good win from them on this control. Yeah, no, they they uh they put the nail in the coffin in this control. Optic just couldn't get out of the spawn. Look at the lives, twenty five to ten with five seconds left on the clock. So Optic just had a really hard time getting kills, getting out of that spawn trap. That was a rough one for them. Take a look at the final scoreboard, twenty and fifteen from Alec. Good to see that because uh, and Joe deceives right. They they had a rough first map in the respawn, so to see them bounce back in this one was good to see. Uh, everybody pulling their weight from LAG. But any final thoughts? on the control before we head into the map number four control Jesus. it's news controls an, an absolute Bro, snooze. We'll, we'll talk about it a little bit but control encompasses the worst things about call of duty like sound whoring camping and spawn trapping the three worst traits of call of duty are literally like the best thing, like the things you need to be good at control. It's well, horrible. Let's talk about it after this series because we have Austin here. And we had a <clears> yep, yep. Let's talk about it. Us. I want to talk about this map a little bit. We get into the uh, Fortress Hardpoint, and uh, I thought Shotzi was clinical in, in these P2s. 
both P2s, Optic was able to lock down full 60s. And in the first one, it was just Shotzi just doing what he does. He finds a kill in art. He gets pushed out with that scar in his back pocket. And he's just an absolute nuisance here. When you have a player that's pushed out on a cut, just getting kills and, and being annoying, it's just going to slow down the push. I mean, look at LAG. They're not even attempting to try and break this P2 hill because they can't. They have to find Shotzi. So Shotzi just being annoying on a map, uh, making them work for it. They locked down a lot of time. LAG did a pretty good job bringing this one back. It was the next P2 where Optic again just soaked down a full 60. But a little bit of a misplay towards the end of this game. I know, uh, Ben, we were talking about it a little bit during the watch party. But LAG, uh, maybe a little bit of a mistake from them at the at the end of this one. A little bit of a mistake? I mean, they, they had very an big mistake. They were not they had an opportunity the way this game set up at the end. But they were fully rotated to a P2, and all they had to do really is watch front. They decided to stack art, and Optic just waltzed into the front, had to kill one dude, and entirely broke the setup. It was kind of unacceptable, and a massive missed opportunity for LAG, who probably should have won the series. Yeah, it could have been a 3-1. Uh, we'll take a look at it. We'll take a look at the at the play. So you can see how LAG was able to bring it back. Um, they bring this game back. Optic, they, were, they had the lead for majority of this one. Uh, and then LAG, they had this rotation over to the P2 hardpoint. This is where, if you're an Optic fan, you start to get worried because you're spawning out. LAG's got full control. Uh, I'm pretty sure LAG, they end up getting the kills here as well. So they get another wipe. And Optic, they're forced uh, to flood. They have to do Wait, something. what the fuck were they looking at? Hold on. Can you go back to the yeah. map? Yep, sure. Who? LAG or Optic? Yeah, LAG. LAG, go back. Right before, okay, right before they're about to break. I need to see this. No, this right. is fine. So, this so initially, it's Dashi goes massive on a rotation because he hits the snakes. I also see Dashi practicing his snakes, which is always good to see. His form is looking very good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Austin has to laugh that one off a little bit. Uh, but the form's looking good for uh, for Big Brucey uh, on the snakes because he's been practicing that. I saw a clip on Reddit. Uh, and MC was also it. gassing him. Um, What'd you say, Austin? You said, they get a four dead in all camp, the back of the base? They camp. They sit in their base, bro. <laughs> wait, four. wait, wait. No, 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 no. That, that, that is what, well, like, so they had a guy in art. The guy in hill, bro, he's not even looking open? Nope. He's looking at clothes? Nobody's even staring at it. Look at, look wait, at, but, bro. But they, they went, had a four dead. Well, no, I'm saying, yeah, but I'm saying the guy, what's the guy in hill looking at? Alec, my, Alec my bad, the, Alec, my bad. Alec They're calling the you out. Alec, Alec is in the hat saying he was screaming for help. Yeah. <laughs> and no, no and they decided to just sit art, I guess, Alec, and just leave you out to dry. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, listen, for me, this is unacceptable from LAG. You get a four clean wipe. Uh, you you know Optic spawning out front. Uh, I don't mind people in art, like Snake and Rails, and somebody watching the back because you just can also one, just one, <laughs> just one. Wait, Austin, just get one some guy. Austin. Wait, Alec, get some snakes going. I know you have a trophy Bro, system. You're on the stage. He is. He Wait, is no, 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 no. He was laying down, staring at clothes. Hey, just start snaking. No, what? No, look at him. Yeah, he starts snaking. But he's just. Well, yeah, by the time by the time snaking. they're already in and he has no info. Just start pre-snaking. I mean, personally, bro. You needed teammate help, though, bro. Like, you want well, to Wait, I'm not saying that he shouldn't have teammate help, but, like, bro, if you're the only guy on the stage, even if you're begging for help, start snaking. Start snaking the damn stage. I mean, you, bro, they got four dead and didn't push out. That's move. the type of thing. If that happens, I'm hey, hey, hey. If we get a four dead and nobody's pushing Listen, out, Listen, bro, there off. are, yes, of course, <laughs> man. Of course. Austin's but like, raging off. Don't just stay on the hill. If he <laughs> was, so look, look, look. If he was pre-snaking the stage, by the time they literally got to the open arch before they even dived out, he would have literally seen them all. Yeah. And maybe even tagged some people out. I'm not saying they shouldn't have been there. I'm saying he should be snaking the damn stage looking at his, like, push. 
He's just so laying now, it at off angle and they wait, dove in so, for free. So nowadays, nowadays people are costing because they're not snaking, bro. It's, <laughs> no, it's crazy. It's crazy. crazy. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's true. It's true. Yeah, it is true. What? You're just going to lay down and do nothing? Austin, we need some real FPSs to play, huh? <laughs> wow. So do, you, do you have one in mind? Here Ooh, you go. I'm working on a little something. I'm working on a little something. <laughs> you guys are dumb. Shotzi had an insane map. This guy was 34 and 26. Everybody else from his team was negative. This guy had a takeover map. Uh, and then, of course, LAG. You can't make mistakes <sighs> like that because a team like Optic is going to take advantage of it. Uh, and that's exactly what happened. We saw kind of how that one unfolded. And that's how Optic was able to send this to a map 5. Any final thoughts on a map 4? I definitely think that was the biggest mistake of the map. It was... Uh, Optic had a pretty good lead for most of it. It was kind of going back and forth a little bit. They were trading Rotos, but that mistake at the end really hurt LAG and uh, Optic. They took advantage Bro, of it. Chat is so faded. I'm not saying he should have killed them all. If he was if he was literally snaking open and he saw them there before they dived out, he could have potentially either tagged them or scared them off. Instead, he laid down closed and looked at nothing. They dove out for free without even getting a bullet in them, and then they flooded them and yeah, died. I mean, Alec, you have to Bro, get four there, Alec. I mean, I'm seriously, I don't know what you were doing there. I don't know what you are doing there. I'm just messing with you, bro. Oh, my God, just man. Messing. I get what you're saying, Chris. Regain, regain. Let's Dude, hop into the map. I just, I just hate when people literally like sit there and just try to act like they know what the fuck they're talking about. Well, me I mean, off. I definitely think the snakes are definitely uh, a oh. factor. You have to throw some snakes in there. I, it's just the way this new era of Call of Duty is played. And, uh, you know, Austin, I know that's not your favorite. Neither. I wouldn't even play. snake there. I would have ran it open and push it out. Yeah, I mean, you get four, you get four dead. Bro, four you might dead, as well. I'm go button baby yeah 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 hit the go button you gotta make use of your kills and uh they did the opposite so and then we get into the last map and is there really much to break down or should we just just say how it is hook just, compl hook. Hook just completely hook just completely world stardom like i don't know what the hell this guy ate but this guy was going crazy that was the first death he got he starts off two and one he ends up what 14 and one what did he end off exactly? Do you know, Ben? I think so, yeah. Uh, 14 and 1. He finished 14 and 1, yeah. Which is like, that's just absolutely insane, dude. 1,300 like Danny. He, he dies the first round, and then he just goes absolutely rogue. I don't even know how he got this piece right here. He throws the nade down, finds another one, big two-piece out of him in this round. They end up tying it up at one, and then this is where this optic just start running away with it. Shotzi with the dead silence play. I got a little scared for a second. I thought Alex was going to turn and burn. Uh, but Shotzi, he pops the dead silence, and look at his route. He just runs right through the right side of the map. Nobody from LAG is even looking at it. Uh, and he's able to take down Alec. Hook is able to find another one in the site. You can just see this guy, how twisted he actually is. He was moving different today. I don't know. This guy needs to, whatever he did today, he needs to continue. I'm loving doing it that. for my fantasy team, bro. I got him for I got him for four dollars. I got him and Dan yeah. and Dashi, I think. And I'll take the I'll take the uh, the wait, wait, you, got, you got who? I got Hook, Dashi. Dan and Cammy. That's my. That was you my took, You took three people on one squad. Well, that yeah, I literally took. Uh, I took a you're team. Dead last. I took a, I took no. a team. I took a team that uh. I, I took a team that that was gonna go to land and like place well, and then I like my my fourth one was Cammy because he was he was he was like obviously really cheap and Rocker usually like. Yeah. Has had a pretty good stretch lately. Listen, and that's a so far, fantasy team. Wait, wait, what? So far, they've been doing good. Who yeah, can nah. dash? Who can, who can Ghosty nah. went out, went off, and then Cammy went off in that series. You can Ghosty went off. Major, 
Ghosty had a point nine. <laughs> Hugh had a one point two, but without the SD game, he had a one point oh. I'll take Cammy's getting Kentucky fried. Like what? Who's Cammy the other guy? Cammy fried. Oh, and Cammy Bruce, fried. It's no, no, that's a good and team. Bruce, Bruce had a point eight. No, I'm yeah, saying but that's not Cammy. Normal. Cammy that's will get Kentucky fried over this course of this uh, season. Or, you're or not major. a believer. You're not a believer. Wait, who's listen, your team? You want to hear it? It's the best team. Ready for this? Yeah, I want to hear it. All right, Big Beans, Beans, who came out today 1.35 something. He had a point six yesterday. Redeemed himself, though. He's even. <laughs> then I got Dan Ghosty. We'll see what he can do. And then hear me out. I got Pred and Mac. By the way, 1.4s, 1.5s today. Listen. Oh, oh my God. Wait, you're a believer dude. in Seattle now, Pat? No, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yo, Austin, it's just like, it's just, it's just how it works. You know, what goes up must come down. They went down, they got to go back up. So no, actually, okay, you actually okay. made the read on that, <laughs> nah. by the way. Oh, of course I did. I always have. I've never been wrong and I've only been early. Let's, yeah, Tom, yeah, let's get us into the next one, though. Yeah, I'm just kind of skimming through it because uh, Hook went different. Even in this last round, I just want to I just want to show what Hook did. first blood, by the way, in the 14 kills. I don't know how that Wait, really? Yeah, no first blood. That one first. he was just challenged. Yeah, he was. Look, bro, bro this look this him. last round was was tippable, bro. This was I just want to watch this last round for for those of you in the chat who weren't able to watch today or anybody watching on YouTube. Just take a look at the rounds this guy's doing. This guy's challenging everything, <laughs> uh, and also LAG, no trades, man, no trades at all. They're getting picked out one by one. But Hook, he's all over the map. Dead silence, fucking switching lanes. You can see he's all hyped up, uh, and he ends off uh, fourteen and one, uh, one and four from Ghosty. He was like, bro, this is my first day out here. I don't know. He was, he, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's just all right. I'll take it. You know, my got my teammates going absolutely nuts. So. Big plays from Hook, man. He went absolutely crazy in a map five. Optic, they win uh, the last map and they end up winning the series three to two. Any final thoughts on the series, man? Any any thoughts at all? And I know... Uh, uh, go ahead, Ben. I think, again, I'll repeat what I said in the beginning, which is the dub is a dub. It's a nice start for Optic. We have a very hard uh, qualifier stretch in the teams they got to play. And I think the benefit for them with the changes, they've got a lot of tape that they can review going into next week on things that they really need to fix with their team. Obviously, yeah. get better control, clean up some of the situational <clears throat> play uh, in respawn S and D, and look, they're going to a home major. These guys have a lot of momentum potentially to win a major championship with the squad. Yeah, I think this team has a lot of potential, and I think Ghosty's going to be a good fit for them, just because he's he's such an objective-minded player that I feel like if as long as he's doing what he's got to do and they play around him, I feel like for some reason I don't know what it is with Shotzi and Hook, but I feel like they bring out the best in each other. Like, I feel like they always look better when they play with each other. And sometimes that just happens. Like, he, certain players make you... It's just the chemistry. The chemistry they have. They're world champions together. Do we, so. do we watch the same major, though? I mean, the ma what, what major? The last one? Yeah. yeah I don't but, think... But they got a new... They got a, whole, they, got a, they got a whole new player, though. Yeah, but I'm saying like, I don't feel like Shotzi brought out anything if you get major two. You don't think Optic Bro, looked they, better when they, they brought in when they when they when they made the switch? You don't think they looked a little bit better? I thought they I thought their I mean, pacing I, looked way I better think, in a match. I think Bruce. Bro, they went from twelve to like better. third. They yeah, okay, fourth, but okay, Bruce and, was that guy. Yeah, and here it is: a team dynamic can change a player. Just, just exactly. Like, and I'm to Austin's saying... point, to Austin's point, Dan Gosey might change this dynamic and make Bruce worse. And he is literally that yeah. guy. Oh, wait, hey. hold up! I was just asking a question. I don't yeah, know. Much wait, about wait, him. wait, point, wait. But... Even even if that might be the case, where Bruce isn't uh, putting up insane record-breaking numbers, that's not necessarily a bad thing. If the load is spread more over the team and other people are picking up the picking up the slack there, then it doesn't matter. They're Gonna, they're going to be a lot more balanced in that aspect. Listen, I'm just saying we're we're, we're reacting like they just be phased. They beat a no a one's reacting that way. LAG game five arguably should have lost the series three one if they Alex had arguably any help won the series. Could have won the series three zero. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, I wasn't. I 
I was a hater, bro. He's an hater. No, 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 I'm a realist. I'm not impressed, and I also think no one is impressed today. Shuk overperformed today. It's that's fine. And Dashi overperformed for an entire major. No, no, no. Dashi's literally just him. Or not over major, but over entire split. Who's to say that that? How did he overperform an entire split? Bro, he was record breaking, bro. Yo, Austin, you ever heard that? Overperforming an entire split. Yo, LeBron overperformed all of 2018. Like what? Yo, listen, guys. I think it's just one match. We got to give him some time. Yeah. Let him cook, bro. Thank you, Austin. Thank you. You know, come on. Let's let's give him some time. Give him some time here. Let Ben. Let Ben speak. I can't wait for all the nuanced optic takes after every one of these banger series they're gonna play over the next three weeks. Who they play next? Who they play next, Ben? Uh, so they have a pretty interesting road. They play Toronto, Rocker, New York, and FaZe for the rest of Major 3 call. Two and three. Uh, two and three. Uh, Toronto's three. broken right now. I don't know. Toronto is broken. They just got Hixie. Guys about yeah, to but they're broken them. right now. Right, let's, let's hop into the next one, folks. Uh, we got Minnesota Rocker going up against Seattle. Hydra Hardpoint, Hotel SD, Fortress Control, NBC Hardpoint, Fortress Search to Destroy. Any thoughts on Avitos before we head into the map? Number one. This Rocker was a quick 3-0. What happened to Rocker we today? I never pick Rocker, and every time I do, they get smoked, man. Go ahead, we, Ben. Uh, we, when we saw the map set, we saw... Here we go. I think we're back. Are we back? We're back. Hello. I think I we're back. You. I think we're back, folks. I think we're back. We're, we're back. We're back. We're back. My uh, my GoXLR oh, yeah, program back. just uh, crashed. I don't know what happened, right. but I restarted. We're so we us back to the beginning of the map, and then we'll we'll start yep. over. Sure. Apologies. I don't know what happened there. A little bit of production issues. Get a Lennon in chat, but we're back, folks. I was able to restart <laughs> the Damn, system. Lennon in chat. My bad. <laughs> Lennon in chat. Not sure what's Good going time. on. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but go ahead, Ben. I didn't hear uh, a word anybody just said. By the so, way. So listen. So getting back to what I was saying before your audio broke out. Uh, yep. I think that listen with with this map set, we saw that Seattle. It somehow finesse Hydro into here. We were a little confused because they don't ever really play this map. We've heard them talk about how much they don't like it. Yeah. So that was definitely a surprise pick. I think Austin was making jokes about the the backpack Lamar vetoes or whatever you were saying, Austin. Uh, who's That's right disrespectful. Now. But I I will say, and I think you you made that point earlier. Is is uh, I think the play to be discussed on this map was whatever <laughs> happened in the end with Cami. Yeah, I mean, listen, I didn't want to be that guy, but we got to be that guy. We're going to have to pull up this play uh, from Cammy. I, I was doing something. I got to see what happened because I didn't see the end of this map. Uh, first, let's take a listen. Uh, let's listen into Seattle Surge. It was a really close map, so I want to go into the to the Seattle Surge. Listen to see how the boys sound. Time and Let's go, 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 let's go
the heady. Close side. On the heady. He's close side time. I don't think he's got drop. He's ran up close probably. One's gonna be in the god rock. Cammy was Cammy was what? I'm gonna stunning. I'm gonna listen. Yeah, somebody else stay back. Yeah, I will, I will, I will, I will. Alright, you guys think about the listening for the Seattle Surge? Not too bad. Sounds sound the same. Sounded pretty good. And they got a lot of energy. It was a really close map, so it was pretty back and forth. Uh, I like the routes here from Lamar. Check this out. Austin, how many times you see Lamar with a sub taking a taking a water route? Jumping up fighting too. Look at this guy. I don't know if I've ever seen that before, but I do know Lamar loves picking the Vaznev up. Of course. He'll of dive course. on that. He'll dive on a Vaznev every he time he sees it. He got two. Yeah, he made a yeah. play here. That was huge. That was a big play. That's why I highlighted it. Big play from Lamar. He picks up the Vaznev, takes a little swim route. He opens it up for uh for the uh for the Seattle Surge. And they're able to lock down spawns for next, but Ben, this is the play that I want to highlight. Take a look at that mini-map and take a look at Cami, that number four. He sat here to the end of the game, pretty much. Yeah, I don't know. I, I we really thought his control we thought his controller yeah. died or something. We thought something was wrong, but you no, can see he was looking around. Look at where Bance comes off spawn. Bance ends up running past him here. Look at look at how far Benjamin Bance is. Cammy's just sitting in ruins. Bance is going to waltz his way through right side. I just don't understand, Eve, especially when Seattle get close. He cut it really close. The high hands lounge really fumbled right here. If they would have been on his POV this whole time, it would have been great. Yeah. They had two dead. They had two dead. He's, he's still here, Ross. He's still here. Look, he's not moving. He's just not going. <laughs> I don't know what, what he was the... doing. I don't know. <laughs> he loves that building. I don't Yo. know what was going on. And then finally, he goes to make a play with Bance. But, bro, they win in five seconds at this point. You didn't really do yourself any favors. And you're playing the backspawns here. It was just an absolute collapse. Bro, I got to know, know what the comms were like, bro. I, I two kills are actually useless that they I, got. I, I they have got no two idea. kills. They, they, they blocked the spawn. And then, dude, he was top broken. If he looked to his left, he would have killed the guy watching front, opened up the front for his team. Wait, what yeah, happened, bro? Just broke the hill. What happened? They, they, they literally nothing. That's the problem. No, but like, <laughs> you what, know, what were the comms like? I gotta know. Cause I don't what know. What was he looking for? I have no idea. He was there. What? He made the good heads up play getting there early, but then he just stayed there for a minute. Nah, he had he had Seattle for sure this map. He definitely <laughs> voted on Seattle. All right, right, man. Bro, uh, at least he was positive for my fantasy. He literally gave up, man. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, wait, listen, we we it's a do nothing strat, man. You know how we feel about wait. That's not even the do nothing strat, bro. That was the like off the papaya strat. Like he, bro, he, it's like he didn't even like he didn't know what happened. Like, Maybe what he was had the going under on? on like himself twenty four deaths, so he wanted to make sure he stayed alive.
Uh, uh, listen, Pat. Sure, Pat. I, sure whatever you want to <laughs> say. Bro, if they called up. something out weird, like they said something bro. was on and broken or something. I don't, I don't what know what the he, hell why he would do that? that. Listen, bro. All I'm saying is, is we were watching uh, it in the watch party, Twitter. and we were all sitting there. Like even Octane, Octane was watching it. Octane told me to write it down. He was like, Tom, write this down now, <laughs> and put and put hyphen Octane next to it. And that's exactly what I did because we were just really confused. We didn't know what he was doing. Uh, and a minute goes by, and, and Ben, we called it to do nothing. You know no, he I mean? was so, nah. It was the do nothing, bro. He was drooling. He was doing something. Dude, he was drooling on his controller. Dude, him. he was licking a doorknob, bro. Like I don't know what was I, going and on. And he had and he had five seconds in hill. Nah, bro, that was unacceptable, bro. What the hell? Ruins on that map. Those walls are probably like a hundred years old. Wait, hold on. Bance is usually in the call or in the chat. He was reading the hieroglyphics on the wall of the fucking. I mean, no, they're not so going to say anything. You no, can't no, say but, anything. Yeah, but there's no one of the rocker in the chat right now, bro. Something's got to be going down in that camp. <laughs> they're usually always in the chat. They're not. They're not always in the chat. Pants is always in the chat. I will. I will say like they're just a they're just a manning team, man. They they were they were playing so well in in major two and went on a really nice run. Their subs were frying. Wait, 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 wait. What I tell you, Ben? Bro. We got a we got a point seven out of Afro and a point six out of Bands today. They were dropping one point sixes at Major Two. I was, I, I was begging you guys to listen. I'm like, yo, guys, this isn't normal. I promise, this isn't normal. Nah, Look at these guys. I, I listen, I, Afro had a bad weekend. Ben played really ah, good. Ben played really weekend. good yesterday. So we had a I good weekend at Major Two. I mean, they were, they were I will, decent online before. Pat, I will. You can't win with Pat. Pat I don't, listen, listen. Hold on, hold on. To be fair to Pat, I don't remember exactly what I was saying about the Minnesota Rocker, but if I was saying the opposite, I will take it back. I will agree with you there, Pat, that for them to replicate what they did, like the two Impossible. subs I major, it's going to be difficult, bro. That is not easy. Like, they were... They were, better, they were actually different. They were actually. I agree with that. I, I agree scoreboard with that. Their 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 aggressive SMG player got deep Kentucky fried this weekend. Like I don't think it's gonna happen that much. But they are like a little like weekend a weekend right now. They got yeah. But then you got Cammy doing plays like that. And like check oh, out the one v three here for Mac. Mac's able to find one. Now he's left in a one v two. He ends up switching lanes on him. He has no idea where he went. Boom. Finds another two-piece big 1v3 from Mac. They were rolling through in this search and destroy. It's always good to see Seattle uh, winning an S&D because I know this has been a game mode for them. That's been a real big struggle. So big plays out of Mac right there. Let me get into the 3 round. This is what where the? Seattle work a retake. Afro tried to get aggressive. I don't know if Dante heard him. I don't know if they spotted him. Um, I think maybe Mac might have heard him right there. Maybe Dante was just looking at it the whole time, but he whips around. Uh, or maybe number six some. I don't know what happened there. I feel like Afro, he got he just got caught out there. I would like to see Afro maybe just play a corner down here instead of trying to go rogue. Uh, but he goes down, and you can see uh, it's Pred. He works the late flank. They pinch on in. They retake the site. Uh, it was pretty clinical out of them. And then we get into the 0-4 round. This was the one round that Minnesota was able to win, and that was because uh, somehow they threw this one away. It's a 3v3 situation. Make that a 3v2. Uh, Mac gets some bad timing here. As soon as he turns, he goes down. Uh, Attach finds another one. It's Lamar left in the 1v2. And Attach reads it. He's able to find Lamar. He takes him down. Uh, and then we hop into the next one. This is where Dante, he's able to find a couple kills. Uh, Dante was was moving in this one. He was able to find some really nice shots. I'm not even too sure how he's able to do it. They weren't on his screen. But he gets pushed up. He gets a nice angle onto Cami over in Kitchen. He takes that one. And he takes a little bit of a route through the middle of the map. He's not afraid to make a play. He pushes through dubs. 
flanks around Jules, and he's able to find another one here. So just really good plays coming out of Dante. Like that he's staying active on a map uh, and finding some gaps. Uh, and here we go to the last the last <laughs> round. Check out this strap from Seattle in the last round. They just straight up rush mid here. Uh, not often you see teams just straight out hit out and challenge mid on uh, on an offense. So I, I kind of like the strap from them. They were up 1-5-1, uh, so they were probably like, fuck it, we could take a risk here. Uh, and do some and do something weird, and uh, it ended up working out for them. They ended up working some trades. Dylan gets no aim assist through the rails, and they just work a beat plant two v one situation. Not much Dylan can do. This was a clinical map uh, for Seattle, and then after this, we go into the control, and Seattle wins two offenses on Fortress Control and a defense. They end up three owing them uh, on the Fortress Control as well. So this series wasn't even close. What do you guys think happened? What do you guys think went wrong? Uh, well, I was gonna say yeah, at least crazy. with S and D, this is what happens when finally somebody on Seattle besides Pred is moving around on the map. Like, because every time we watch Seattle, the only person that is trying to make a play is Pred. In that map, you saw Sib doing it, you saw Mac doing it. Like they were just literally get dead silence. Fuck it, I'm going. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like that's something they've been missing. They've been hitting a lot of stuff together. I remember before when we were like, "Yo, S how are these guys like oh and twelve or one and twelve in S and D?" Just like at this point, adopt the Bo four strat. Just do something together and sprint at something. And at least in that map, they were making a lot more plays together. They were a lot tighter, and they were just they just like looked a lot more loose and less kind of. Just like stagnant. So. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think in order to be a championship caliber team, you need players that are able to take <laughs> that take risk and are confident to make plays. You have to be an impact on a map. And I, I think you see that with a lot of teams where you might have good players on a team, but they always play so basic and so fundamentally sound. That they're so scared to just do anything else and end up getting picked apart by like teams like this that are just able to run around you and just you know play around you and make, yeah, make plays some and, reads on you yeah make reads like make something happen like you know there's a reason why certain players are just super talented and, and able to make more plays like they that's how you win events is by taking risk and i just feel like uh there's some teams that don't really do that enough but uh, there needs to be a balance you can't just just fucking just make meathead plays all the time you need to know when to do yeah. it when not to do it you know and that's it's the austinlitico bro it's like you for first like 20 30 seconds you play a pick and you see nothing yeah. and you pop some betty <laughs> and you hit a lane you know uh i actually had a phone call with my boy lamar the fellow ga and uh, enforcer and uh i've been telling him that yo like listen i'm gonna give you a little bit of advice just start spreading the map a little bit play for some picks and i think they did that there yeah, you're giving depth, them so. free advice no, for free, I'm Austin, for I'm free trolling. or no? <laughs> this guy's fucking trolling, dude. I said, damn, nah, they... that's for free, too. Because Pat's nah. charging $3 million over three years. You're doing it for free. Nah, but... they, uh, I know they've been going hard in that, that mode in practice lately, so it's good to see them, like, actually. After, after all the interviews and that, that CL Surge uh, uh, piece that came out on their YouTube that they weren't taking SD practice seriously, so I'm glad they're actually working on that, you know. I mean, I don't yeah. understand how you don't take Wait, it seriously. Yeah. How do you not take like, it seriously? I, and, like, and, 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 and you, you heard, yeah, and, you, heard and, or, uh, you heard Nameless ask Mac that in the interview, and he's like, What, like, why, like, why weren't you guys taking it seriously? Well, and Mac was just like, I don't know, like, we just like we go into it now 110%. It's just like, Wait, what the hell were y'all going before? It's a hard game mode to take seriously in practice because people, because there's nothing on the line, so people just be doing the most money you put up the money well, yeah yeah there's a lot oh, of okay that you do can't put up like money that. but like i know even for myself and my team like snd practice it doesn't play the same as as matches there's sometimes yeah, but... you can be the best snd team in practice and you go to a match and it doesn't translate i feel like it's hard to like take not take it seriously but play it like a match because right. the other teams you're playing against sometimes they're not doing that like you just have to like 
try your best to play it as I'm if, like a match for your team. I'm talking too much about the practice. I'm talking more about like, bro, they were 0 and 13 or something, right? Oh, like, I mean, yeah. Like, go back and watch film and like really focus. You know what I mean? Like, go back and watch matches and really focus on what the hell's going wrong and, and what needs to be fixed. You know, uh, which maybe they were doing. Maybe they were doing that, but. Yeah, I can I can agree with that, Austin. Like S and D scrims were always kind of chalk. They were always a yeah, little weird. Yeah, they're yeah they're little fugues for uh, sure. Little fugues, but uh, yeah, I don't know. They they definitely uh, are probably changing up their mindset a little bit uh, after looking at their S and D record, and they look good at S and D today. And then they go into the control and they look even better. I don't know how the hell Minnesota allowed Seattle to win two offenses on a fortress <laughs> control. Uh, it is very rare rare we see an offense win on control on fortress control, let alone two of them. Uh, so that was just pretty cool to see from Seattle Surge. Minnesota Rocker, man, they got a lot to work on right now. Got a lot to work were, on. They were bad on Fortress Control yesterday against New York. Like they they played horrible in control this weekend. Mm -hmm. I feel like that second map kind of broke them. I feel like once yeah. they realized they lost surge to surge, like it kind of mentally like it didn't chalk them, but like in the back of their minds, they were probably can, like, oh, Cammy, crap. Cammy just sprinted a bottom maps with the AR, just full sprinting there. I'm like, dude, these guys are checked. If I'm one of them and I saw what Cammy did map one, I, I it would have been chalk. <laughs> okay, but they lost by ten points. Like they were probably like not too worried, and then they lost the search to Seattle. <laughs> Everyone in the freaking community in the world at this point knows Seattle was on a ten loss streak. Like once they lost that map, I bet they were probably like checked. mentally a yeah. little like checked. Yeah, no, they definitely were. They, did. they 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 were. It's one of those things where they were all thinking it in the back of their heads, but nobody said anything. Like on stage, like in yeah, their they're probably like, going into the map like, all right, boys, it's all good. It's one one, bounce back right here, and then they lost it down on two. They're like, oh uh, shit, no, like, yeah, <laughs> no, uh, checks for sure. But yeah, and then Seattle, they end up just rushing through the front here and just getting kills. Like they just played through art, they played through through front. Uh, and they just they just work some trades and work some kills and they're able to get onto this point work some ticks and uh, the lives they get dwindled down fast Seattle did a good job stopping clock and just getting kills uh, Obviously the subs from Seattle they're constantly getting pushed up into art get pushed up into the base and uh, that's what they did They just stopped clock worked kills uh, And it was easy for them. You can see how much it meant to them too It's always funny because every time Seattle won the map Sam Phoenix just came out from behind the the background, <laughs> like he just he would just swoop the uh, what do you call it, the sponsor sheet away, he'd just swoop it away and just run yeah, in there, <laughs> pipe this hell, look at him, he's storming in there, and then here comes Bobble from around the corner, rounding third. Uh, great plays from Seattle Surge. They looked really good today. If you're a Minnesota Rocker fan, might be a little bit worried. They looked a little, they looked not a little bit, they looked very very uh, iffy today, man. I'm not too sure what's going on in that camp. Uh, but they're going to have to go back, watch this one, and hopefully bounce back in the next one. But congratulations to Seattle Surge. They were able to get the W here today in a quick 3-0, which is a good thing because we had some delays today. So a few 3-0s doesn't hurt. Uh, and we're going to take a look at the uh, at the matches for tomorrow. Any final thoughts on the series, guys? I mean, Rocker got to play Optic next. So now that series pretty much is a must-win for them. You don't want to be 0-3 and have to basically run the table against Vegas and Thieves to make it to winner's bracket. <clears throat> Hey, let's take a look at tomorrow's matches. We got Florida versus New York, Vegas, Toronto, and LA Thieves versus Atlanta phase. Uh oh, User Austin. Was moved to your channel. Uh oh. Uh oh. Those are little those finals rematch. Little, little little rematch. Little rematch here. But let's do some predictions, man. Let's kick it off with the first one: Florida versus the New York Subliners. Man, let me tell you something. Florida has not lucked out with their schedule as a new team. They have a couple hard teams. First, they kick things off today. Uh, with FaZe, and now they kick things off tomorrow with the New York Subliners. So, personally, I got New York winning this one. I can't just see it going down to the wire. I'm going to go 3-2 uh, New York Subliners. But, Pat, who do you have? Um, New York 3-0.
Yeah, I don't see this going down to the wire either, Pat. I'm, yeah. I don't know what I don't know what Tom is doing. I, I don't think Florida's as bad as you guys are making them out to be. I, I really don't. don't. Think, I don't. I think they're they're slightly better, but like I don't expect these guys to make a quick turnaround. Like, I think New York is gonna stomp them. All right, Ben, who do you have? Uh, I think New York three uh, one. I really want to hope that Florida makes it a little bit deeper in this series, but I don't know, man. It's just a, to your point, a tough draw, and we'll see maybe a little bit better from them. And then we got uh, Vegas. I, don't, I mean, Austin, you don't want to do predictions, do you? I don't think you want to do these. Uh, no, no, I'm good. I'll, yeah, um, and then uh, we got uh, Vegas going up against the Toronto Ultra. I think Toronto Ultra, I think their camp is completely compromised right now. I don't know what the hell is going on in that camp. I actually couldn't believe the roster change, to be honest with you. So I'm a little thrown off by it. Vegas came off a big win against the Thieves. I'm going to go with Vegas tomorrow. I think they take out Ultra. Ultra's in a slump. I'm going Vegas 3-2 again. 3-2 again. It's going to last map. Another game five. Who do you got, Pat? Uh, I disagree with you here, Tom. I think um, I think Ultra's still a good team. Uh, I I just, again, I, respawn for, for Legion to me is still questionable. Um, so I'm going to go 3-1 Ultra. Uh, I'm going to give it to the underdogs this time. The pillow is coming. Yeah, and it's going to be a Vegas Legion taking out the Toronto Ultra. All right. And then, uh, Ben, who do you got, brother? I think they'll get a little bit of a honeymoon with uh, Hexy. I'll say Toronto take it last map. All right. Interesting. And then we got Atlanta Phase going up against these. Uh, I'm going to go Atlanta Phase 3 1. It's Thieves Online. Thieves are just iffy online. They're way better on land. I don't know what happens to these guys between online and land. Uh, but I just think FaZe is going to is gonna get a pretty uh, comfortable dud tomorrow. I'm going to go 3-1 FaZe. Who you got, Pat? 3. Uh, uh, yeah, I think 3-1, Tom. I think 3-1 FaZe is probably the best bet, yeah. All right, Chris, who do you got? Yeah, I'd probably say 3-1 FaZe. I think Austin Lidicote's going to break down the defense again. I like that. And then Ben, who do you it. got? <laughs> I, it, the the problem for thieves is the weakness in search against phase i think is a huge problem for them in this matchup and uh if phase take the control this could be a 3-1 i'm gonna say last map though just because i want to see this series go last map it's always entertaining when these two teams play and then uh that's gonna do it for predictions and then we also got a what another special guest in here is that eli standy in the team speak is that him What's good, you handsome beast? What's going on, you handsome bastard? What's going on, Eli? How you feeling, bro? What the hell is going on in that camp? Wait, uh, I got New York 3-1. Okay. I'm going to say Ultra 3-0, you know? Like, I'm just going to send good vibes their way. Okay. At the end of the day. I feel like they're going to come crazy. You know, Hixie's probably happy to be on the team. Then I'm going to do a 3-1 phase. 3-1 phase, okay, so that's what I had too. Interesting. like that, Eli. I like that. Welcome to the flank, Eli. What brings you to the flank today, Eli? Anything you so, want to spill or are you not going to talk anything uh... at all? I'm not really going to spill stuff, but I think, like, people probably want, like, reasonings why, like, the reasons that I've heard uh, why I got dropped, basically, or, like, benched, I guess I'd say. So, I think I'll just talk about it for a little bit, but, like, I'm not here to, like, out anyone or, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm of still course. a professional at the end of the day, and you never know, like, maybe I could end up back on the team, mm -hmm. but I'm benched for now, and I don't know if I'm able to explore opportunities or not, so I guess we'll, we're just going to have to see. Right. What was the biggest? What was what was the number one? Th what was the main reason? Was it was it a way you were playing? Was it uh, I don't understand? Was it communication? Was it I don't know so, what was it? There was like a small. Uh, first of all, like all due respect to everyone in the owner, but like dude, that, Ake's Pat, you were kind of right, bro. I swear that tweet was cat, bro. 
I'm not gonna sit here and bullshit, bro. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and bullshit. That shit was just straight cap, dude. That shit sounded horrendous. But I mean, still respect everyone. He's talking about the the Adam Adam tweets. Are we talking about anyone have the tweet? Can I get linked to that or something? Yeah, I don't know. Like, he's still my own my chat. Put in my chat. That shit was cap, bro. Like, I don't know. I'm gonna second. Like, um, I'm still I'm still professional at the end of the day, but like I still get my chance to like say my side of the story. You know what I'm course. saying? Of course, I think you should be saying your side. Of the, I mean, you don't want if somebody's spewing something that you don't think is true. I mean, you should be able to say your side as well. You know? Let's take a look at the tweet. Good luck and congrats to Hixie. Well deserved. No drama or behind the scenes. Issues. I think it's so, well deserved. Like, but like, yeah. Sometimes a change is just a change. Love yeah. Eli and a passionate talent that he brings to the team. This is more a Charlie thing than it is an Eli thing. Like, I don't know if I fuck with that last part. Hey, this is more of a Charlie thing let's than it is an Eli thing. Let's speak on, like, from to me, it seemed like an Eli thing. <laughs> yeah. From, from, your, from your perspective, like, why do you think that you got moved to the uh, bench and you got moved to the starting line? Well, like, first, there was, like, this internal beef we had for... Not internal, internal beef, but, like, a weird situation we had in the camp. But, like, I got that resolved. It was literally... I did nothing wrong. There's just uh, an internal problem that happened for probably, like, a good week or two, which I had... I did absolutely nothing wrong. I was just living my life, mm -hmm. uh, being a good person, being a great teammate, and uh, I feel like I got backstabbed in a situation. So that, I'm not going to talk about it, but that shit happened. But either way, I'm still a strong person. I let it I let it go by. I was still staying positive. I still yeah. treated my teammates with the ultimate, like, utmost respect. I was still being a great person, being a great teammate. And then after the we, – so we lost the major, all right? Uh-huh. And then, like, the reasonings we lost the major, they're just saying, like, oh, in S&D, like, we play scared, we don't plant the bomb, and, like, we're just saying that, like, we're scared, we don't plant the bomb, we don't do anything on the map, and I'm our bomb carrier, so it just sounded like, to me, like, right there, I just got outed for never planting the bomb, but, like, right. both our S&Ds against LA Thieves and FaZe, we got, like, 6-0'd, like, 6-1'd, like, and to be fair, like, there's probably, like, I'm gonna be real with myself, there's probably like, one or two rounds I could have actually got the bomb down. You know, but mm -hmm. I feel like it wasn't really uh, the best excuse for losing when there's so many other moments that went wrong and there's so many other moments in Call of Duty, so many small, minuscule moments right. that you fuck up. And then that's what I, I like heard. you were getting scapegoated. Uh, maybe slightly, but someone's going to have to get scapegoated. I feel like on a lot of my teams, like I'm just like a really big playmaker. A lot of my plays are very impactful. So when shit goes wrong, I just feel like I'm always the guy that gets blamed on like a lot of teams I'm on. But I feel like I'm strong and I can handle that. And and then we move forward. I'm like, we're in S and D practice, and like, because we apparently we just didn't really practice S and D as much, and like, but our situationals were pretty bad. Why didn't Why didn't you practice S and D as much? Um, I mean, some players just felt that like it's not really good to practice S and D against like other pro teams. Like, it's just not really a good. It's not really good to do, I guess. Which on all my past teams, I practice S and D like a lot. Play, did you play amateurs instead? Oh uh, yeah, sometimes, but it was very lackluster practice, just because like amateurs kind of like I feel like it's not the same. If that makes oh, sense, so, not really the same quality of practice. Okay. I don't want to keep, keep pressing, but I'm, I'm a little, you're saying that your team like isn't just in general. Would you characterize your teams as really not taking search practice seriously? Uh. Yeah, I would say that. I would I, just in my own opinion, like I'm not outing anyone. I just feel like we didn't really take search as serious as it could, and and like yeah, I feel like we had good, we have good like default setups and stuff, but like our in-game like mid-round decision making is just very ass, and I just feel like it's just from a lack of reps. Like we just don't play S and D. Like 
I, personally, as a player, I get better when I play a lot. Like, I get better when I grind a game mode. I get better when I know a lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I feel like you feel like that too, Tom. Like, like Pat, like Haggy, when you guys play a lot, like, you guys get better in a game mode. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people, yeah. Like, some you just people learn just, timings and like, like, you just understand like little things. the map more. Like, you just understand. Yeah. And fuck, we went in that major and we were getting pissed on in SD. Like, shit, dude. Like, literally, like, Austin, you guys were running all over us now to CeeLo, just making plays on us. Like, I was, and then I was here and we're playing scared. Like, if you go back and rewatch that shit, bro, I was running at top mid. I was flanking fast. I was fucking doing shit. And we were just getting like 2v3'd, like 2v4'd. Like, we were just getting clutched on. And it's because our situationals were asked because I feel like we don't really like call shit in game. And like, and I also heard after the major that like, I like my comms get really hectic and I calm too much, which like I never really like. I, it felt like that, and I don't. I've never really like. On past teams, I've never really heard that before because I'm just like I like when I talk when I play a lot. Like when I play a lot, I just like to talk. I'm just a big vocal guy in the comms. I feel like, and yeah. I feel like it's like one of my strong suits. And I felt like I was kind of like pressured. I felt like I needed to like not talk as much. Like, like I like I was kind of being forced to change the way I, I like I am as a person. Yeah, you started kind of like questioning yourself in a way. Did you hear optics listening, bro? They were getting gas for coming like that. Yeah, and and I mean, I don't know. If you go back and listen to ours, I feel like it's who, where who, it, who was gassing their comms, Pat? Because we said that, that they were hectic. hectic. We said that their comms were hectic, but they Not were just crying. So Chris, they were Chris fun. was gassing it. Chat was gassing. No one was gassing it. I said no, I like that nobody they have gassed it. As nobody gassed As soon as I as soon as I said their comms were horrendous, Chris went, "What? They had amazing energy." So, so I'm just saying. Oh my god, this guy's annoying. Dude, yeah, I think this guy just be. I don't know what this guy Pat's saying. All I said was was optic. They they got a lot of energy, but definitely a little hectic for sure. I think because yeah. they were pissing on him so bad, they were just like spewing, bro. Yo, Vows, Vows, when, when you edit this and put it up, make sure you raise the volume on the all of us so we can hear what everybody said. After yeah, of course, are. raise it Get all the way up. Back on topic, just as a follow up, Eli, like these issues you're highlighting, and maybe have others you want to discuss, like. Was, are you saying like a lot of the conversation around this is really post-major two or did the team ever bring up these issues to you like during preseason during the major one cycle uh post-major two i feel like is when i heard the most of it and like i know ultra like to have cool calm collected comms like i love that shit honestly but sometimes like shit. i just feel like our directiveness was just not as good as it could be yeah. directing each other on the map but like i'm not gonna lie like i do like cool calm collected comms like it's kind of hard to hear when everyone's like blah, 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 blah. everyone's just saying so much <laughs> like it sounds fucking chaotic as fuck like that optic listening it was nice but honestly that shit did sound chaotic like it was, I'm not gonna yeah. it was it was it was chaotic. that'll give you what i call the sprints yeah like yeah, i don't want to start running yeah. like <laughs> when you hear that you're just going and going maybe too much like you're not slowing down when you go some slow people down. can play with it i don't know i've personally never been too big of a fan of it i've always thought calm and collected was way better I feel like so, it'd give me the sprints as well. So were there other reasons that you think you were told or why you think you were dropped? I mean, also, like, in the last match, I feel like I played pretty shit. Like, I'm going to be straight up honest. Like, I feel like there was, like, a few key moments in that last match, which is just me taking accountability for myself. Like, there are probably, like, two, one or two, I feel like, key moments that could have went better. Like, in the control, I blocked, like, a P1 spawn, and we would have captured B on an offense. But we did have round five offense control, which sucked. But we could have got B, and then we probably would have had a better chance of getting A. But I blocked the cage spawn, and I spawned them back stairs, and we lost B. So mm. that kind of fucked up. And then in the 
in the hotel hardpoint, the last map. I pushed out top bed, and then we were calming. They could hit low bed, low bed, and then we were calming it. Like, we knew a guy could come low bed, and then he just runs up low bed and kills, like, in sight, and then scrap on hill. But they said, like, basically, I should just, like, chilled in hill and, like, not pushed out bed when we got three down, mm-hmm. which I can see. Like, I can see, but, like, I don't know. Like, so much is going on in the moment. So Yeah, I mean, listen, bro. The last thing you want to do is, like, ruin up ruin confidence yeah. in any way you know like listen bro like you said you're a player that is an impact on a map like you make plays right and if things aren't going right like it, it could look really bad on you you know like i struggled with that yeah. sometimes playing like i i when i played you know like i i was the type of player to make plays and if we weren't and winning I, I, I and the plays weren't working bit, you know what i mean like i get a little creative sometimes like i try to catch yeah. you off guard but i'm i'm also like very good at playing in a system when i'm in a system kind of team like, yeah, I'm usually really good at playing in a system and yeah, like yeah. block the spawn, it's, push it's forward. Not a system type of team. You think? No, I think it is. I, I think it is a system team. Like I definitely think they have like we have a system. Like I know when I play with these guys, like we have a system. And there were a few moments where like in the match, like sometimes I feel like my decision making was a little off. Just that match at least versus Boston, I feel like my my decision making was a little off. I didn't really do the same shit I do in practice because like I'm not gonna lie, like in practice recently, like I I've, I've been playing god like like I was probably like one of our best players on our team if you go back if we if i go back and take take like statistics from practice like i was probably like if not the best like one of the best statistically in practice on our team because i've been frying in practice like i've been godlike and i'm not even gonna sit here and lie about it because i had been and then yeah. in that match like i was a little sick like i had a sickness the last few days and i feel like i just had a really bad off day that doesn't happen very often and then after the match everyone just fucking stormed out the facility Everyone stormed out the facility, didn't say anything to me. So I'm just sitting there like, fuck, like, I feel like shit. I costed. I type in the group chat, like, yo, today's on me, boys. Like, it won't, this shit won't fucking happen again. Like, I know I fucked up. It's a bad day. Like, I'll be better the next time. And no response. Nobody oh, says nothing to me. And Jesus, son. So yeah. I'm just sitting there feeling like shit for the whole day. I wake up the next day. My coaches want a meeting. I'm like, okay, here we fucking go. I walk in. They just say, yeah, you're going to the fucking bench. And I'm just like, all right, nice. And then, and then they, after they still don't say anything to me, I'm like, all right, boys, like, best of luck. I heard the news. I wish you guys the best. Like, I know you guys will do well because, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, they're still all great fucking players. Yeah. Like, they're still all, like, great fucking players and a great team. And then and then they say stuff to me. So, and, like, also, like, a week ago, I lost my fucking wallet. Like, I literally just bad shit and bad shit. Terrible just, week It just too. keeps, ha- yeah, like, just horrible shit. Like, the worst things that could happen to me have, has happened in the last, like, one to two weeks. Which I feel like maybe it's just a good thing. Like it's a just a sign from God, just like making sure I slow down and just regroup myself and just mm-hmm. like take some time to focus on myself, you know? Right. So, no, hundred percent. Just to understand real quickly. So you Like I literally had no wall I had no fucking wallet for like a week. I had no ID. I had I couldn't pay for anything for like two, three days. Like I'd lose and wallet. then I was sick as fuck. Bro, like, when you lose your wallet, it's, it's the worst feeling you ever. Have, you gotta you re up your identification. And now I got you gotta it, cancel but, your cards. And I live yeah, in Canada. Ones. Like I have an ID from US. Like it was oh, fucking horrible. Was did, you, did you lose it in Boston? Did you lose it in Toronto? Nah, I I came back in Toronto I lost it and I really don't know how because I feel like I'm just gonna get it back randomly one of these days because it's like I didn't do anything crazy. It's just I was just walking home from my facility one day, and then I, like, came back. Didn't even realize I lost it. Woke up the next day. I'm like, where the fuck's my wallet? And I just, like, cleared out my whole fucking apartment, looked in the facility. I just didn't have it. No way. One of your teammates stole your wallet to set you up to have a bad week to then get you dropped. <laughs> yeah, which, Bro. I don't know. I feel I feel like after the major, like, it was already in talks, like, trying to get me dropped, I feel like, which is the, the way everything went. 
I feel like, and like, I feel like it was already in talks. Like, I feel like personally, like, I feel like Scrappy and Charlie are just good boys. And I feel like Scrappy just really wanted to play with them. So I feel like he was kind of the guy that kind of said Who's Charlie? Which, Sorry. Who's Charlie? Pixie. Charlie's Pixie, right? Okay. Oh, okay, which, okay. Nothing against him. You know what I mean? I'm nothing against them. I'm just saying like, I, that's how I imagine it going down. And I feel like Insight and Scrappy became really good boys too. So I was just kind of the odd man out. If they wanted to make a change after Major 2, why do you think they waited until after yesterday? Because people were probably like, nah, like Eli, I feel like other players on the team are like, maybe the coaches were probably like, nah, like Eli's good. Like he's still, he's still doing good. And everyone's like, like, oh, bad weekend, bad weekend. Yeah. And then I come to this match. I lost my wallet. I feel sick as fuck. I'm having a fucking bad week. And then I just get fucking piss slammed. And I make like one or two crucial decisions that unfortunately costed the series when Beans is literally dropping a 0.5 and we lost it. So it was a pretty fucking bad loss. And you know what? I mean. They must have just had had enough and just said, yeah, like, fuck you. Yeah, they were just... Fosters in the ultra camp. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, dude, it, it took us all by surprise, to be honest with you. Like, when I saw it, no, I was mind blown. Beast, but, yeah. Uh, he's in the chat. He just put a bunch of question marks. Um, Beans is a beast, though. Like, I'm, so, He's still good, dude. He just had a bad... Like, first match in. He's, he's catching yeah. a stray. Beans caught a stray. <laughs> he got a little bit of a stray. Unfortunate, but unfortunate. I was definitely a little shocked, Eli, when I heard the news. I mean, you know me, bro. I texted Vinny, and I was like, yo, Vinny, what the hell is going on? What, what's going on in that camp? Like, what, are these guys dumb or dumb? Um, but, Eli, I think uh, it's what you said, right? Focus on yourself now. Like, you have some time to yourself. Yeah. Like, focus on your game. Like, don't stop playing, you know? Like, focus yeah. on your game. I know focus I'm still playing. a fucking beast, you know? Like, yeah, you're a great player. I'm not letting this shit stop me. Like, I'm still walking in that facility, and I'm playing there. Like, I'm still going to be right there with him, and I'm going to be going hard as shit, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, just do like, just you know do whatever I mean? you got to do. Like, you know? they're still going to be nasty. They're still probably going to do good. And, like, at the end of the day, like, best of luck. Like, I'm still going to be there. You know what I'm saying? And Scrappy said, I'll take the heat. I got no beef with anyone. That's what Scrappy said in the chat. Um, listen, Scrappy, fuck you, Scrappy. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Scrappy. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy, but we should probably move on. Yeah, nah, I think what's we'll the final I, thing I, we want to talk about. Yeah. I mean, that? I didn't anyone or anything. We're, like, we're talk, day, we're like, talked was... about everything. <laughs> no, we, yeah, we, 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 we brought Austin on because he was going to give us some insight about the uh, the whole thing that we were talking about, how, like, oh, pros aren't, like, taking initiative and, like, lazy and just not wanting to do stuff. So so, so I think the first part of that oh, yeah. is, so Good call, during, the, during the watch party, I'll, I'll do the easy part first. We do the hard part. Easy part is we were talking during the watch party. Right. And Austin, it's, it seems like, and correct me if I'm wrong, likely you guys and Thieves are going to play at some point next week, post your matchup tomorrow. And try and scrim a bunch of different potential control maps and see if we can get Fortress out here, which I think uh, is a Potentially, that hasn't been actually confirmed. That was like just like really like brief talks. Um, but yeah, we need to do something about Fortress control. Like, come on, somebody that map needs, needs to, to go. Just, 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 just really just get rid but of that. I was just yeah, I was just hearing you guys talk about it. But like, I only listened to a little bit of it because I wasn't watching it live. Um, but. Like I'm, I'm actually back in the chats now. I'm back in those Ooh. GA chats. So I'm, like, yeah. I'm back in there. Officially, I've been in there for a little bit now. You yes, know, he's back, back, back. I did my work from outside of the chat. I got the M4 out of here, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I just wanted to speak on it a little bit and like talk because I feel like you guys are not like in the loop like you have been before. Like you can obviously see from the outside in, but um, really, like as well now that I've played, I feel like this is a different era. I played in both. And I've been a part of those conversations in both. And it's really like, to me, it's like, okay, the players shouldn't have to do it. Mm -hmm. But that's Call of Duty, right? Like, we can all just come to terms with that. Like, 
we have to do stuff as players to make the game the most playable as possible. Like, that's just what it is. Yeah. And I accepted that years ago. But nowadays, it's like, it's not like that anymore. Like, and even just, uh, Chris, when you were talking earlier, like, oh, Alex should have just snaked this shit. Like, bro, when people talk about getting better at stuff now, they talk about how to cheese the game rather than actually yeah. play the game how it's intended. It's actually Like, crazy. my thought process is there is four dead. Let's push out and be aggressive. And then you're like, we should just snake some shit. It's like, bro, where, why are we in this and it, era and now gassed, where, and it's, where it's like, oh, let's S&D, like, nah, screw this. Let's just turn on sound equalization and fucking sound her around the map rather than learn, yeah. like, okay, as a team, we need to yeah. do this, X, Y, and Z. That's like, cheese. it's not about playing the game, how it's meant to be played and mastering that and being good at Call of Duty. It's now about just how to cheese the fucking game and how can we, like, break it as much as possible. Like, yeah. And it's just so whack. And it's the same thing with... GAs like bro you know how hard it was to get the M4 out of here how was it that hard to get a gun where we were running eight of them on the fucking map out of the game yeah like I don't care if you're the best team in the game or yeah. what like my thought process has always been like bro my team has been the best in the game with a with a gun before long barrel bar and World War II for instance if me and Pierce kept that in there we probably would have dominated the whole fucking second best league. second best but Okay, we literally choke slammed you in finals, but sure. What? Um, so, like, I got rid of it because Yo, it's there's about, a ring like, on my finger. Where did that come thought, from? Yeah, okay, oh. we didn't play that weekend. It's all about like I'm sixteen. I feel like you always gotta like try to make the game as good as possible. A hundred percent. Play now, and like, the, watch. The scar and vast percentage at the major, like it's it was like good. forty-seven, forty-eight well, percent. People were telling us. I mean, you could dude. Be people were telling you it was gonna be four fucking. Scars. I know they were trying to tell me the bro, scar. Listen, I'm like, bro, on this show. On wait, wait. To to yeah. Austin's point, I think the main issue is, and I'm gonna just be blunt as fuck with this: the IQ of the pro player is half of what it used to be, bro. And I'm talking about game IQ. Just general like IQ of players is half <laughs> of what it used to be. It's like, it's like <laughs> some teams. That's just a fact. That's just a fact. players, bro. Yo, one players time, one nowadays time. are just dumb, bro. Here's the thing, though. Austin, that, my my whole thing with this take is there are things that as game developers and Activision, whatever, Infinity Ward, they need to go in there and fix. For example, like snaking, like it's kind of something that's hard to avoid. Um, and it, just needs to, it needs to get rid of. But there's things that the players obviously need to take in their hands because the developers and the and the play and the, the people that make the game, they don't they don't know what like makes a good competitive map, but we obviously do. Um, even if a map, for example, is even slightly better than like Fortress Control or, or whatever, it should be played. Um, until we can find better replacements the fact that like pros are sitting here and are content with the map pool and haven't even tried making a a, a substitute let alone tested maps is fucking bullshit because there is no way in hell that anyone is happy with the current map set at all and there are there is an alternative at the very least that was played pre like map set release that we tried it wasn't as bad we yeah, i remember mercado. people were playing mercado I tried bro i tried with and mercado my my whole thing is that like i don't understand what happened to the players wanting to make the gaming experience as good as possible there are things that are unavoidable and are on the devs to like change but like the players should be trying to make the game actively better for themselves. Like, how are you going to complain about, oh, dude, Fortress Control is miserable, map fucking blows, but when no one's fucking trying to to, to make a new map or, like, try a new map or anything like that? What, well, like, then you, then you what have is the players who think they're good at that map for whatever reason and will vote to keep it in or fight or not even scrim something new. 
So it's not it's, about it's about it it's selfishness. It's literally but it's just also selfishness. different though. Like a GA, a GA is different because you guys obviously have to come to that agreement. But with like a map pool thing, it's a clear vote. If it's like a, if it's a majority oh. vote to get it out, I'm sure the devs. So if would it's listen. seven five, you're just gonna get it out. Like I feel like I mean, that's not an overwhelming majority. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I feel like. There's so no what's way. What's overwhelming majority? Like nine three. We usually do nine three, which I thought was a good idea because that's seventy five percent. Right. But there's no way in hell that there are three even like not like less than nine teams in the league that think that map should stay in the rotation. I don't think anyone in their right mind thinks that map should be a map. Period. However, exactly. if they think they're good at it, they'll vote to keep it in. Same okay, thing that's, with them. That's, that's if they fine. think they're good with the weapon, they're going to want to keep it in rather than try to make the game better, not only viewing-wise, but playing. Because, like, bro, if the game's not fun to play, how how the hell is it fun to watch? Yeah, you know what I mean? That, like, if, I, yeah, if I'm yeah, not yeah. enjoying myself playing the game, how are you going to enjoy watching that, that's, play the game? That's one thing, like, but also, yeah. what about, has anyone talked about, like, trying to push for, like, more hard points? Like, like, for example, just getting rid of the third game mode, because that's something that I'm sure as the players, if you guys came to an agreement, like hypothetically, you guys could also get the format changed in that aspect as well, because I'm the third just game mode is cheeks. I, I don't so think bad, we had a third game mode forever, but I think that poses a problem, too, because, well, I would for, I personally say hotel control is. I think, yeah, I agree. I agree. Hotel I think that's is the best playable. for sure. But Elisilo is so cruddy. And and fucking El Bagger control is insane. Okay, but, that's but what we also have maps like Hydro Hardpoint. Yeah, How which is, is also credit. Yeah, that's How is that a map? map? And then if we have three Hardpoints, it's probably going to be a most series. It's like, dude, we have problems with both and games. Of course, of course. Even of course. we have Mercado S&D where everyone headbacks the, the, the bomb. Well, here, and if, if you get the good spawns, you win the map. If you don't, Here's the thing. Fuck. Here's the thing. So maps. I think I, obviously those are things that are out of your guys' control. But if you guys can't like get a perfect game, at least try to make marginal improvements. My thing is, no one is taking fucking initiative. Okay, bro. but nobody ever has. There's only been a select few people. You want to know another reason why people don't take initiative? Because of the community backlash when you try to get something done. For instance, I, I just bro, hate hearing you guys okay. talk about how bad this game Wait, is. Wait, really but there, but there, but there, but <laughs> the thing is, though, Austin is some of these, yeah. some of these, some of these changes are like overwhelmingly, like everyone agrees with it. Like no one fucking, okay, not a single like, person in in chat will tell you that they like watching for some control, things. Let alone yes, playing some it. things no. But yes, like, okay, but I'm the just saying in general, are, like, yeah, like I didn't okay. give a fuck at all if like. People hated me for doing GA stuff because I knew they were the right things to do. Same thing with M4, bro. I was getting hate for trying yeah. to get the M4 out. How am I trying? To, how am I getting hate for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes no, no damn sense. I mean, I agree with you. When There's like, just things that are damn near universal that, like, I feel like the pros should be pushing changes. Um, uh, but at least, like at least trying. But bro, but these like the sniper GA, which obviously the key, like to your point, like yeah, I think that might scare some people this year because the minute that we're gonna have the sniper might get GA'd, fucking every major Call of Duty influencer in the community roasted. Yeah. Pros, so they got pushed back on it for the second year in a row. Um, but yeah, I like what 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 Chris is saying, Pat, uh, uh, Austin is like with this obvious stuff where the pros have an ability to test these maps out and give a recommendation and then actually vote on it. I'm surprised that during the free time, the fucking weeks that we had in between major one, which was clear after that event that this map wasn't going to work. No one tried Mercado to see if maybe it was better. No, we yeah. did. And I'm, I voted Mercado was better. I'm not I got gonna lie to you. After, I, I, after Major One, I'm not gonna no, lie. No, this is like okay. a little bit before okay. it, no, but I'm, it was I'm, clear as day that that map was better, bro. I knew right away Fortress was literally uh, chalk. There's nothing uh, to talk uh, about uh, on the I'm, map. I'm simply just asking you to spark a conversation here, and at least 
put things up to a vote, for example, um, in terms of the fortress control stuff, put that up to a vote and see what people think about getting rid of the map or at least very well testing maps. Um, maybe try to put in some extra work here. I know some teams might not want to do it, but put into some extra work to test some of the other maps, even some of the DLC maps. Not that I think any of them are good right now. Um, for a potential replacement, at least for that map. And then outside of that, with the format change, because we've obviously sparked um, our um, talk about that, maybe start another like conversation about potentially either going three hard points or hell, even three SDs. My, at least for me, it's just the third game mode just needs to go. We haven't had a good one in fucking years since actual advanced warfare jetpacks. Yeah. Exactly. Well, like there's my, I, I, I get there are people that are going to be biased. I'm not saying there aren't, but at least put it up to a vote, maybe spark a conversation. If it comes down to maybe a disagreement or a tie, maybe leave it up to the developers or not the developers, but like the like the actual Call of Duty League to maybe make a decision. I'm saying start start a conversation to push it in a direction that is positive, because at least in terms of the map pool and stuff like that, those are things that the players can actually get changed. It's not about the developers, right? Maybe they can come up with new maps, but I'm talking about in the current base game of the of like what we have, you guys can push that narrative. There's no there's no shot that you can't tell me you can't. I don't disagree with you, but you got to also realize there's not a single player in the league who will ever speak up to start something like that. Well, you're Besides there. Besides maybe so a couple. Well, yeah, try. I just got back in the chat not too long ago. I literally okay. just said, all right, fuck it. I'll get back in this let, shit. Let, let us get busy want, for a little I, while. I, I, I'm, I'm, not wanna, I'm not trying to, I'm I'm not trying to put all this weight I on your shoulders. I don't want to deal with this shit no more. Like, I, I was at my wits end with it. Like, I was like, whatever. Like, I'll just play whatever's in front of me. Like, it is what it is. Because I was one of the main people for years trying to make the game as good as possible. Yeah. And, and I feel like so we did a pretty good do. job. There's only so much yeah. you could do too. But like, bro, you know? you know how hard it is to get these pro players to be down to try a new map in yeah, a scrim? exactly. Like, bro, it is it is impossible. Oh, it takes yeah. years just to get a response. Think about Berlin last year. People shut down Berlin so fucking fast. Yo, all year, I, didn't even all get I know is it's went downhill since I start, stopped playing because it was easy back then. Yo, what about X Defiant? <laughs> is that, what what yeah. game bro, does X Defiant have? Oh, we got multiple. Oh, we got lots, Eli. We got a lot you would love as well. You shop on tonight, I can get you a code. Yeah, no, no bullshit. I, Austin, like, I know. It is, it is damn near impossible to get teams down to scrim. I, we would be down more than likely because, I mean... Sounds like Thieves is down. Just, just, Thieves I, might be down, like... But, like, still, like, I... Well, there's not a world that I can imagine where some of these maps are worse than, like, Fortress Control or S&D. Like, bro, these, these things are literally... There's no, like... Uh, like there's no plays to talk about like what are you talking about fortress mm -hmm. control damn just you should have got a two-piece here to break up you should have won your break like bro like yeah you should have won the break off like bro like what am i scrimming this for like i'm not learning anything new whereas other maps like i can always take something away like oh this p3 we did this and this we should have done this differently like there's nothing to talk about on the map and there's nothing to talk about it's a terrible fucking I'm not, map can I, i'm not can I, chris uh get your one, last word yeah, we should one last thing yeah one last thing I, i'm not trying to put all the sh like weight on your shoulders but like you specifically being a veteran should rally a couple people that are also veterans for example i'm sure even though sam is a fucking troll if you talk to sam maybe even clay like just a couple of these heads on some of these teams and like at least start pushing a pushing a conversation to potentially change the map pool in any way whether it's a small step with getting rid of uh fortress control and trying something else or even potentially a format change for 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 getting rid of a third game mode there has to be some sort of positive conversation there that i'm sure you guys could push yeah one more other uh question i wanted to ask austin yeah what's going on with the auto tax burn stuff are people using single tap are people using uh, it is that ga I mean, like what's what's going on well, with that it's supposed to all be ga i mean even the sound setting is i mean it's not necessarily ga but bro it's not allowed on land so like use your head you know what i mean right. so yeah right 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 but 
It's so are people amulet. using it? Because I saw Draws' tweet, yeah. like, people are, are saying that people are using it. Well, again, so Ben tweeted me earlier saying, like, we should call a name. So, like, here's my problem with that. I know for a fact that some people are using it, and I, I full-heartedly believe that, but I do not have the proof to, like, come out and be like, oh, here, look it. I'm looking at his settings while he's sitting here. You know what I mean? Like, right, I don't right, have right. that. But I know people are using it. Same with the sound thing. Like, yeah. it's, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. There's no definitive proof that I could tweet out and be like, see, look. But it's just, again, speaks to the community nowadays where it's rather than learn how to play Call of Duty, how it's intended, we're going to do whatever we can to cheese the game just to benefit ourselves. Do you think, Austin, do you think it would be bad if you if you just completely just turned it around and just be like, screw it, you could use it, you could use single tap, and everybody could just throw it on? Do you think that would be mm -hmm. bad? Because there's no I slide canceling in this game. I think it's still kind of cheese. I think it makes movement easier. So, like, I think something like that, there's a skill gap to it, right? Like, if you watch uh -huh. someone like Shotzi tax spinning around, it's not the same as someone like like me tax spinning around. Right. You know what all I mean? It does, there's a movement gap in without having that setting off. All it does so in this game, all it does in this game, uh, Austin, is it allows you to get away quicker because when you, like, stop and, like, stop sprinting, you can instantly gain your momentum and go into attack sprint. Oh, I, I know so what that's, it does. That's, like, the only positive to but it. But you got to agree with what I'm saying, though, right? There's a movement gap to being, like, yeah. moving around the map, and that just makes it easier. So it lessens the skill gap, which we already have a low skill gap in a game like this anyways, and it's the same with the sound setting. Like, bro, it just I wouldn't say you, low. So with, the, with the sound setting... Uh, obviously, it sounded like there was some momentum the week of the event to get it removed. Have you guys had a follow-up conversation yes. about on the league PCs getting it restricted, and what was the response from the league as to There is apparently no way to enforce it online, even though I think if they did a random check once a day on a random PC, it would scare 99% per of the players from avoiding it, because if you got caught with it, you could be banned. And I, I feel like if that was the case, people would not do it. Uh, There's probably uh, also some better ways to check for it. I mean, they're able to disable it on LAN, I guess. So I'm assuming there's some computer techs and wizards out there who could figure something out. But like, bro, why why would you use a setting like this? Is my this is my thing though. Why would you use something like that that you're not gonna be able to use going to the tournament? Like, cool, you did good online. You're gonna go there and get slammed. Like, what is the point? Points, are you going to points. win an event or are you going to get seventh? They're going like, to get points online. Like, what are you playing for, bro? Yeah, I, yeah, I've I've online, looked into. Points get you online, get you eighth, and then you get eighth. At and champs. then you get just like, the last, the last place money at champs. Cool. Literally, like you should be playing I to mean, win an event, bro. I, be a champion. I agree like, with you, but but like Chris says, the league is so split between shitters and good players, and there's just players that know they're never gonna win. So why would they not do it? I mean, bro, how could you? Think like that as a competitor. I don't, like I don't care if you're on I a just, bad team just, or not. Like, I just know there's some doo doo teams out there. That's the all only the only way to like 100% stop people from using it is if they actually had monitor cam, like actual we monitor cam. We like, have cams on us. Then how is that not like? That's what I'm saying. Enforced. I don't know. But even if it was 99% of people not using it and it was one guy, it would make the most matches better. Like imagine only one person on a random team was using it. 90% of the matches, nobody's using it. Isn't that better? Like, I would think that's better. Much yeah. better. Like, I just think it's so cheesy. I, I think over 50% of the league is still using this setting. Bro, I've been going oh, through so sad, many... Bro. That is I've been sad. Doing so much. I've been doing so much research research online, Austin, on, like, ways to do it. I tried... Uh, today, I tried um, a test where if you go into your sound settings on your PC, like, there's a, there's a, a program on your computer called an Event Viewer, which will actually tell you, like, when people are fiddling with certain stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, 
I found a way to basically track people doing that. But guess what? There's a button on there where you can disable clear the, the log. log. Or you, you can disable it from logging, so oh. people could let's disable the log, turn it on, okay, and turn the it, log back okay, on, and but... it's just like oh. Oh, well, there's you no could way, disable bro. the log, turn the setting on, then turn yeah. the log back on, and it like nothing Yeah, exactly. And, and, oh, and there's okay. no way to know if somebody turned the log off. At least in challenge, like uh, challengers is, is impossible to do to do it in. But yeah. oh yeah, if we can I mean, even the do pro, it at the league level, challengers. The, pro, it's a free the pros game. have some hope. And you guys play on controlled hardware, right? You guys all play on PCs. The unfortunate variable here is not everybody uses the same headset combo. Uh, online, like on land, you guys use, you know. Those are with your headsets, the mix amps they mix have. Amps so they're, able stuff, to, yeah. they're able to do some driver stuff on here, but like in order to really like, I I, I guess I'm surprised that there's no real ex, there's no real software solution here. I'm still a little skeptical about that. I guess you can go to an extreme and like make the coaches have to be responsible for KBM and like. But bro, even if they, they like what I'm saying though, even if they did a random check. Like, imagine, like, in the five-minute break between map two and map three, they're like, yo, Austin, we're checking your PC real quick. Yeah. They could go in in two minutes, no joke, while I'm going to the bathroom and double-check that I'm around the setting. And it wouldn't be like, oh, I turn it off after every map. Like, you don't have no time to do that. Like, they could literally go in there and see if you're using the setting. If you are, you're freaking banned. You lost the match. Yeah, agreed. PC like, checks would be an that? easy who fix. Who would risk that? You're going to risk your whole career, like, what? on a sound setting? If it, if it's a registry key, can you just can you just run a script remotely and it would. Nah, play? Austin's He's right, bro. That's so, I mean, dude, if that. any of these Call of Duty players know how to run scripts and do all this shit, then fucking no, go ahead. But I'm there, and they can date. Like, if you've nah. got I'm an access to a PC, can you just check the fucking? You gotta be a freak. If we have an anti expert <laughs> in the chat, can you just? You can probably check the value of any any registry key, right? If you have the script, and I'm sure you can do it remotely. We don't even have I to fucking know. like change Windows. Listen, bro, we're going out. on a tangent. I need to know if Ben is gonna make this putt. Yeah, Ben, hit the putt so we can get out of here, Ben. No, let's get it. Hit the putt. Angle your camera, too. Fix your camera. Your camera's always on. Ah, oh, He even moved his camera. Ladies and gentlemen, get your predictions in the chat. I think Ben is actually going wide left in this one. I, I don't wide know what left, it, yeah. I had him sinking it yesterday, but I think he's going wide left here today, Pat. Stepping up. He's got his stinky fucking slippers on. Let's see what Benjamin is. Oh, he's taking his time. He usually doesn't do he's this. Nervous. He's, he's nervous. nervous. He, oh, man, he flips off the camera. No way. Did he hit that? We can barely uh, even see it. I don't see know if he hit that. Said, nah, nah, you, I, we Tom. can't even see it. Fuck we can't you, even Pat. see it. We, it doesn't nah, count. We can't even see it. Bad camera. Bad camera We can't even see it. We can't even see it. We can't even see it, bro. Bad camera angle. It's is hey, bro. You might have missed that. Bro, we got it in the show. I got to take a leak, bro. All right, man, guys. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Anger to FM. Go check out all the artists. We're on GoFo at the Flick on Twitter. Gersh doing a phenomenal job running socials as always. Huge shout out to Slasher. Huge shout out to Standy for hopping on today's show. We had some great special guests today. And as always, man. We'll be back tomorrow. Another watch party, another day, another flank. Take care, brush your hair, and we'll see you guys tomorrow on another episode of the flank, man. Take it easy. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. <laughs>